Bam, we're live. Eight minutes early. How come? Because I was like five minutes late the other day and then two minutes late the other day. So then if I come in eight minutes early. Hi, Brandon. Good morning. Stephen Flores. Good morning. Jethro. Good morning. If I come in eight minutes early today, it's a win. It's a win. It's a win. I want to read something to you guys. Um, See if I can find this. If I can find this page, I'm really fixated on this. uh, I'm really fixated on this. um, Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Windows share screen. I'm really fixated on this. uh, Seven, always great to see you in the morning. Thanks, Brandon. Christine Young, good morning. Devesh Maharaj. Uh, I'm fixated on this um, note from Noble that went out. it says, uh, here at Noble, we are doing everything we can to keep our employees safe. We have mandated vaccine policy in place for all our our employees, regardless of location. I don't know what that means, uh, keep employees safe. I'd, I'd have to ask someone there. And I also don't know what that means. We have mandated vaccine policy in place for all employees. But by safe, I'm, I'm at the bare minimum, I'm going to suggest it means keeping them alive. Uh, not put them in direct harm of death, right? And then it says we've mandated vaccine policy. Is there anyone who does? Is there anyone who doesn't think that the vaccine hasn't killed someone? How about ten people? How about a thousand people? How about ten thousand people? I know I heard Sousa ran an amazing ship. Is there anyone who thinks that like, if I told you the vaccine killed 10 million people, there, there's 8 billion people on the planet. I don't know how, I, I think that more than a billion injections were deployed. I, I bet you it's more like 5 billion, to be honest. I should, I should actually Google that. I'm just so tripping on this noble thing. We have, but in a good way, like I'm enjoying it. We in, in in the 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 connection is this: we have mandated vaccine policy in place for all of of uh, we have we have a man we have a mandated vaccine policy in place for all of our employees. I don't know. This is probably old, a year old, by the way. Regardless of location, here's the part that's killing me that I just find just just. Like the in a good way, like I just love this fucking comedy. I love this comedy. Look at this, and, and I and I showed you guys this the other day. I don't think anyone thinks it's as cool as I do, but I I love it. It says here, Team Noble killed themselves to bring this to life. <laughs> this is about like I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, it has a double meaning here because I I think it's referring to somehow showing up at the NFL Combine and getting some sort of NFL combine contract and providing jackets and pants and clothes. Yeah, the fuck you did. Oh, shit. O'Keefe put celebrate, my dude. You're a legend. You're a legend because you forced your employees to get an injection with the guise of keeping them safe, and now you're saying you killed the the Team Noble killed themselves. They did kill themselves. You can't kill yourself anymore. Oh my goodness. These guys. Uh, 
they get an unfair amount of abuse because, um, or attention is probably the, the, the more accurate way to say it because, you know, obviously they're in the CrossFit space, but man, they're a horrible company. They are really a rotten group. I wonder why I know O'Keefe sees that. Uh, he, he, uh, Matt O'Keefe actually posted something about how he did. I, I think he posted something not appreciating that there were dudes in women's sports. This company supports all that shit. I, I, why would he? Why would he even post there? I mean, I understand maybe if this is his friend. I guess none of these people know or they don't care. Emma Lawson, Cooper Marsh. Isn't that Josh? That's Josh Bridges and Danielle Brandon's dude. Mal O'Brien, maybe she's maybe she likes I, God. When I see this, I hope I, I just want to see a dude competitor at the games. Jen dancing. That's a um, Sam Dancer's wife, isn't she? She's um, I think she's pretty like hardcore Christian. I can't believe she supported this. Camille. I think she, I think she took the injection pregnant. Cole Sager, isn't he a Christian? I just it's, it's bizarre to me. And supporting a company that's so rotten to its core, like the NFL. I, I just, I just, oh shit, there's Sousa. I just don't get it. I, I don't think this is like um, rocket science. Like if there was a company that was painting the trains that were taking the Jews to Auschwitz, you would think I'd be like, hey, why, why is uh, why is Matt O'Keefe and Mal O'Brien supporting that paint company, right? I mean, I just, I just don't. Um, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm trying to understand. It, but, but frankly, I don't understand. I will be completely frank with you. Hey, I found I found this. Uh, having having a show like this is awesome because someone sent this to me. They they were they were. Hi, Sousa. Hey, what's up, guys? We're gonna need. I'm gonna need someone. I'm gonna need a new Caleb. I think. I think Caleb has to go back to his J job. And don't get all crazy and people just start sending me like, "Hey, I can do it." You cannot do what Caleb. <laughs> fucking nut. Very few. Yeah. There's the man himself. There he is, right there. Look at this. Look at this, Susa. Here at Noble, we're doing everything we can to keep our employees safe. Can you interpret that for me? What that means? I think it means they're giving them really good medical benefits and uh, paying them a, a high, decent wage, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and do maybe like, safe? and maybe like, I don't know what they do at Noble, but let's say they had sewing machines there, and uh, we'll have like a defibrillator there, and maybe some band aids. Yeah, preventative measures is pretty much the only way you could attempt to keep people safe, right? And maybe the building they work in is up to code. <laughs> Another great point. And we're not going to ask you to do anything crazy, like um, uh, jump off the roof into a bucket of water, like like <laughs> the Bugs Bunny cartoons, right? Uh, you will not, not be required yeah. to jump from seventy five feet into a cup of water. <laughs> hey, don't pick me. I already have six jobs. Oh, oh, I didn't have no idea that. Wow, Corey looks way more mature than I pictured. Yeah, that looks like a fourth grade like yearbook photo. God, with that background. Not I pictured him. So. I, I pictured him to look a little more gangster, like Flat Bill. That's okay. Uh, we, and then it says we have mandated vaccine policy in place for all of our employees. That means they have to take them, right? Correct. I, I hear. So. Holy shit, Caleb! Did I hear a jet? Yeah. <laughs> you just can't get away from them. No, I live on a fighter base, so they're always going. Do you like? I love that sound. Do you get? Do you like it? Does it ever oh, get yeah. old? No, I love it. Yeah, it's I, dope. I grew up on a base that, like, with rockets and 
Uh, it was a NASA base before, and then then a bunch of fighters. So it's fucking awesome. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Uh, almost as much as I love this name, Omar Cornejo. <laughs> Omar, get the shotguns. We're going to collect Omar. <laughs> that Omar sounds just wow. Anyway, and, and then and then so so basically they want to keep you safe and they've mandated and, and we all agree. Do we all agree that the vaccine has killed at least one person? Yeah, for least. sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, then and, and, if, and if I told you a million people, you wouldn't be surprised either. God, dude, I got this book. Oh, no. What is that? This is written by the lead actuary at BlackRock. This is like the number one money-making guy who's ever walked on the planet. This guy predicted the future with numbers to make the most money any human being has ever made. His name is Edward Dowd. He sits on top of a mountain all by himself, and he wrote this book, and he's tripping on how many people are dead from all of a sudden. He's so confused. Well, he's not confused. But basically, he makes money with numbers, right? Right. BlackRock, the largest, the, the lead actuary over at BlackRock. Wow. Anyway, then you go over here to this other noble. Um, you go to this account, and I just the wording is just amazing. Team Noble killed themselves to bring this to life. You, you did. <laughs> they did. You did. Oh shit. And then I was just looking at the people who who like celebrate this. Oh no, Patrick Clark. Oh no, no Patrick, <laughs> don't do it. It's okay. In due time. In due time. But it is a weird side of history to be on. Don't you think? Yeah, and it's definitely still unfolding as we speak. You know. So like how much do you, how much information do you think people will have before they they're like oh fuck yeah we were wrong this was a mistake like will there ever reach a tipping point or you think people are just going to hold on to No 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 they're too, the people are so fucking scared Hey dude I was thinking the other day fight the, the same uh if you got in a car accident right and you went to go in and 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 let's say um Let's say you hit a fire hydrant and you you fucking got hurt and your insurance gave you four hundred thousand dollars, right? Okay. And and because they blamed it on the brakes for the car, and then three years down the road you realized actually it wasn't my brakes. My sh- there was actually a sunglass case underneath my brake pedal, which actually happened yesterday to me. Oh shit! And I so oh crazy. shit! Yeah. And I'm really good at blaming people for shit too. My poor wife, I just called her and just start blaming. Her. Hmm. But um, uh, it was logical. <laughs> um, yeah, couldn't have been me. Even though it was my sunglass case. <laughs> uh, and then you find out, but you don't go back and tell the insurance company, hey, it was my fault and give the money back. You just don't. You keep yeah, the money. I, yeah. yeah. How is Pfizer yeah. ever going to be like, yeah, it was our fault? They can't. They can't. No. And not only that, like people can't even forgive the liver king. Even all my friends in the comments can't even forgive the liver king. How would they ever forgive Pfizer? No, we don't live in a society that wants the truth. We live with assholes, dude. Yeah. We live, with people, be- we live with assholes. You know what's funny is I was getting shit the other day for calling the cops on those people who were in that hit and run. And yet, don't forget, I'm the same guy who, like, uh, when my neighbor robbed me and then returned all my, then told me two weeks later, hey, I robbed you and I went and got all my shit. And I only got like 80% of it. I never turned him into the police. This is the guy right here, Edward Dowd. This is the guy, the BlackRock guy. 
And yeah. it says, Edward Dowd, a brilliant, brilliant uh, Wall Street careerist, joined financial titan BlackRock in 2002, promoted to managing director in 2004. During his 10 years, he added $12 billion to the growth fund he managed and built a reputation for keen ability to understand markets, pick stocks, analyze statistics, identify trends. So he has some credibility on what he's talking about. Dude, he's a beast. Is what you're saying. He's he, a beast. He understands numbers, statistics, and knows how to make dollar He's bills out of it. Hey, if you really want to dig into these fucking idiots on here, like, and I guess I shouldn't say by name, but the people who outed uh, Greg for the Floyd 19 thing, who like told him he was racist, there's yeah. a page in here on everything the Imperial College has gotten wrong. The Imperial College is one of the people Greg was critical of uh, because they were they were weighing in on um, racism. But it's fucking fascinating, this page. I want to, I wonder if I can find it really quick. This book is scary, by the way. I actually left it out on my um, uh, dining room table. And my parents are over right now visiting. Uh-huh. My dad is. You know, he comes every week. And my yeah. stepmom. Yeah, and yeah, I felt yeah. bad. Why? Why? Because they freak them out or like? No, because they got the injection. I don't want them to see this. Like, I don't want them to live their final days being like, oh, fuck. I never talk about that shit around people I know. Cause I just don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to freak them out. And I also Caleb's don't like you assholes. You talk me. about it in front of me all the time. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I take that back. I take that back. You're right. What are you talking about? Fuck. Sorry, Caleb. Oh, there he is. There's the man. Hey, Caleb, we're never, no one's ever going to be able to replace you, huh? We're fucked when you, when you change your hours. Yes. He's a, he's unreplaceable. Oh, oh, that. Okay. Everybody's replaceable. Let's be real here. But I don't know. Darian, what's up, dude? Being humble. What's up, guys? Sorry about that. No, it's all good. We're just talking about about, uh, we're just talking about how um, Neil Ferguson from Imperial College uh, predicted 156,000 deaths in the United Kingdom from mad cow disease. Only 177 died. So this this guy just I want to read this to you really quick before we get into UFC fighting. This um, uh Imperial College was the one that dictated a lot of the policy for the United Kingdom and the United States around COVID. And I want to tell you the guy's name, Neil Ferguson, some of the things he predicted in the, in the past and that you, you guys let control your life with. Neil, Fer, uh, Neil Ferguson, a modeler at Imperial College London, predicted 100,000 people would die from foot uh, and mouth disease. Actual number that died, 200. That was 2001. So he was off by, f- off, off by 150,000. Neil Ferguson predicted 156,000 deaths in the United Kingdom from mad cow disease. Only 177 died, off by 100% again, basically. <laughs> Listen to this. Neil Ferguson predicted that up to 200 million people would die from the bird flu. This is 2005. Only 282 died over six years. This motherfucker's still predicting shit? In 2009, Neil Ferguson predicted the swine flu would kill 65,000 people in the United Kingdom. Actual deaths, 45. Wow. Uh, Neil Ferguson predicted 179,000 COVID deaths in Taiwan in the first full year of the pandemic. Actually dead in Taiwan. Ten. That was a little off on those last two, huh? Yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) Just missed the mark. Hey, this is the guy, man. This is the guy that they used. This book is incredible. If if you do if you do really want to fuck with people, buy this book and leave this book out on your coffee table. What's the book? (laughs) What's it called? Cause Unknown. It's it's just a compilation of all the Dinar Hamlins. Just and they have it categorized. They have like people who've died on stage, people who've died on TV, people who've died on the field. It's like just like like these are all famous people who died on stage, 
in the last year. You know what I mean? And then there's hundreds of them. There's a fucking yearbook of them, dude. That's yeah, it's insane. A, it's a yearbook of all the people who've died That's from the insane. vaccine. Insane. It's fucking nuts, dude. Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh. Terrifying. Hi. What's up, guys? Good to see you. How's everyone doing? Dude. What time do you guys wake up? I'm fired up. I got up at six. I get up at six. Four forty five. But I you coached already, a class before this, yeah. You already coached a class? Yeah, we already did the uh, the open for the class, 5 to a.m. class. What a fucking great guy. What um, Did you have coffee yet, Darian? Dude, I just rolled out of bed right now. <laughs> you want to go get a coffee? <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, you, do you drink coffee? Yeah, you guys are my coffee, you know? I got, I got two. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, it's good. No, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm a horrible person to wake up. I can stay up all night, but to wake up in the morning is horrible. Even if I go to bed at 10 o'clock, I can't even get up at fucking 7. <laughs> um, do, do you usually stay up late? Yeah, normally. I don't know why. Did you see Ian Gary's fighting? I don't know who he's fighting, but I seen he was fighting on the early prelims, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He on the early prelims, which is kind of interesting, right? Because they're hyping him as the next Conor McGregor. Well, maybe not, since he got knocked out by fucking Leon Edwards with a head kick in practice. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Oh, he's gonna get the shit beat out of him. He's fighting Keen Song. That dude's a fucking savage. He is. Yeah, dude. I I practiced with him uh, in Jackson Wink and. I mean, he's dude. That dude's a strong motherfucker. I wanted to show you something. Um, I want to start the morning with this. Oh, okay. I'm super excited about that fight. Uh, d- before we get into UFC fighting, I um, I want to show you. Oh shoot! I better send this over to. Uh, I want to send this over. We we'll get Darian's. We we'll get Darian's opinion on this. There's a lot of. I think there's a lot of confusion about like what ma- masculinity is these days. Like all these people like are trying, like, I don't think Darren, do you do anything to try to act like a fighter, like a UFC fighter? Like you put on special shoes. So everyone knows that you fight or do you make sure your shirt says I fight for a living or, or says CrossFit or something haircut you get. So everyone knows the manliest thing I do to show that I'm a fighter is I wear Dragon Ball Z (laughs) t-shirts. What is that a video game? It's like a anime. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like that. I'm assuming it's like that with fighters or it's like that with um, uh, like I, w- I always use the example of cowboys. Like no, no cowboy wakes up in the morning. is like, Hey, I'm going to wear these spurs. So everyone knows like all this shit's practical, right? Like maybe some I, of them do the fake cowboys probably do that fake. Yeah. The fake ones. Right. And, and, and that's why I don't believe in. That's why I'm so confused by this word gender. Cause I don't think like no real man is doing anything to, He's too busy doing shit to like try to like let anyone know he's a man. I agree on that. Right? That's why we pee yeah. in the bush because we're too busy doing shit to walk over to the bathroom. And that happens to be one of the gifts we have as men. Uh but 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 I but I I just this is a pretty cool list of um I'm not big on just like any masculine shit stuff like pretending or not pretending or then when they say hey guys need to be more emotional or like it's not a man or woman thing it's just about being human but I heard this list the other day and I'm not a religious guy but I but I, I but I like this guy's list what I'm curious what you guys think of it go ahead Mr. Caleb I was not always what you would call a healthy masculine man and so as my life has changed I've identified five points that I think make a truly masculine man 
masculine. Okay. I think point number one is a man who walks with God. Point number two is a man who stands on principle. Point number three, which is a masculine man, is self-sacrificing. So someone who is willing to sacrifice for point four, the people that he leads, a true man as a leader. And number five, a masculine man is never a coward. That's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> I was not but always I, a good man. I like those I was things. not always what like you, you, like even like someone like me who doesn't know God, but I still like like some principles that I walk with, like treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah, that is. Uh, those are good, right? Those are good. Are any of those you're like, nah, fuck that? No, I agree with every one of those. Yeah, for sure. And those are just good for just being a human. Yeah, for being. Yeah, you have to be masculine to have those, you know, five features right there. I like I like I'm not usually a list guy. But I heard that, and I was like, those are nice. You like those, Caleb? Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the guy – we had a guy on the other day, and he 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 said he didn't drink and because he didn't want his kids – he wanted his kids to have a, a someone in their life that they knew lived their whole life without drinking, so they knew it was possible. And I was like, fuck, that's some good leadership. Dude, I have, I have, a, I have a buddy who's – never taken a drink ever in his life he's about 37 now wow never taken a drink never smoked a cigarette never wow never i mean not anything and i always imagine like man has he ever unsnapped a bra from the front in daylight (laughs) only teeth only with his teeth the only drug he needs Dude, yeah, and I'm just, I just thought, you know, how crazy would that be to go through life never having done none of that, you know, like that's I wonder how his body feels, you know? I think there's, I, I do, maybe I'm delusional, but I, I think that there is some value to experiencing alcohol. I think there's some like benefits to it. There's times that I've drank where I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good, this is a part of me I'm glad I'm exploring. Like I, I would like, you know, like like uh, like jumping in the ocean naked at three in the morning because you're j- drunk, but you wouldn't have done it if you were sober. Like everyone should have that experience, right? I get you like, like, Something that you would have never done. Yeah. You yeah. Got- like, like you had sex with your girlfriend in a pickup truck on a busy street in the back and you only did it because you're drunk. Like, I don't regret those. Those are awesome. I'd, I love those memories. I'd have that sober. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the girlfriend that you know is way too fat for you to pick up and carry around the room when you're fucking her. It's going to throw your back out, but you've had four beers. So you try to pick her up and carry her around. Dan's <laughs> like, me, dad done that sober too. <laughs> Put that on the list of masculinity. I'm telling you, yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> this card, uh, like, can we start with the early prelims, Caleb? This card is, I'm, I'm pumped. Are you, are you watching tonight, Darian? Yeah, that's your boy too, right? John Jones is, you like him? Man, John Jones is the guy. There's no, there's, no, I'm not a fan of no UFC fighter, but him, John, fucking Jones. And why him? Because he's the man, dude. He's never lost. He's the presence he presents in the ring is freaking second to none. The way he, you can even tell, I, t- I could tell when I was watching the way in, or the face off last or yesterday with him and, uh, Gone. well, he had him terrified. Cyril Gon was wearing freaking four inch lifts just to try to look tough enough. To oh, play. is that what was going on? I dude. saw John look him up and down like that. Dude, did you see those boots he had on there? Like, they're basically high heels. Oh, wow. This is John Jones. I mean, John Jones is a terrifying man, and he terrifies people because you know why? He just has that certain aura to him where he, you know, 
he's never been scared. He's never looked at a challenge and said it's too much. And he just goes at everything just head on. I mean, he's the man. He's- um, uh, do you think his um, you think his weight is, is going to be a factor for him that he's because he, he keeps talking about how he feels just as explosive and just as uh, fast. Wow, David Weed thinks gone's gone in sixty seconds. Hey, there we go. Yeah, that I would agree. I would. I wouldn't say in sixty seconds, but I don't think it's going out the first round. At wow, all. he's he's gonna finish, and just because I don't know why they're hyping Syria gone up like he is the most impressive heavyweight we've seen. When he he's light on his feet, dude. He is light on those feet. He got wrestled by Francis Ngannou, who never even wrestled, and just got held down for five rounds. What do you think John Jones is going to do to you? John Jones was a collegiate wrestler. He terrified. He he re- he dominated, wrestled one of the freaking greatest wrestlers of all time, oh. Daniel Cormier, and just dominated him. Did whatever he wanted to with him. Like, come on, come on, serial guy. What are you talking about, brother? I'm worried he's not going to show up though. Isn't there's always shit that happens to the John Jones fights? Like he gets a DUI. He doesn't make weight. Oh, yeah. Like that's afterwards. You know he he's going to fight. <laughs> There's definitely hey. cocaine or some steroids afterwards, but <laughs> did did you hear? Dan, uh, so so uh, just to be clear, some of you might be wondering. Um, uh, Darian said he's undefeated, and yet his record is twenty six and one. And the funny part is, is that one loss that he has, he's on top of the guy, elbowing the guy in the face from the full mount, and the ref stops the fight um, and, and gives the win to the other guy on some t- technicality. But did you see Dana tried to go to the Nevada state commission and get that, uh, loss taken off his record? He's like, dude, that was clearly the referee's fault. Like John is beating the guy to death. Clearly. Yeah. Um, the only reason that John Jones, they ruled it as a loss. Oh, tell me because he did the most illegal move that you can do, which is a 12 to six elbow. He took the elbow like this 12, uh-huh. to six. And kept slamming on his face. That's that's illegal. You can't you can't twelve to six somebody because that's just. I don't know why. I don't know why you can hit somebody here. You can even do it like this. But as soon as it goes like this, it's illegal. Toast. And John Jones just massacred him with that. And that guy never fought again. That guy didn't fight well, again. Yeah. So yeah, he. I mean, he. I mean, he massacred him with that elbow. Um, so I would believe that's probably why the Nevada commission didn't take it off is because, you know, he incapacitated somebody who, where they could never fight again. So if you're not familiar with John Jones and you want to watch one of his uh, fights, that's just absolutely savage. I would say, uh, watch the Glover to share a fight from like 10 years ago. I know. Yeah, here it is. Watch and he starts doing that. Oh, oh, oh he comes across uh, and down. I mean, he starts just. I mean, but that was. I mean, look at that. That's twenty-four-year-old John Jones. You know what I mean? Like, what a savage. That's a bad uh, man. Juiced up? Is he juiced up, Darian? Oh, his, it's hard to say because back then everybody was. You know, beach. No, no. I mean, now his head is huge. Oh, his head is huge. I saw him face off with Cyril Garmon. And I'm not judging him. If he Whoa. is, he is. Like I, like I, like. What do I care? Wait, you get a big head for steroids? Is that the is that a rule? Remember, that's what they the joke for Barry Bonds and in, in baseball always was. He's like, oh shoot, it's- right. right. Oh, and who is the redheaded guy? His head got huge. Oh, oh Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Yeah, yeah. His head got huge. 
And I'm saying, like, he's had enough time to. You know what I'm saying? He's had two years off. Yeah, easy. So he could have juiced up, got off of it, and then, you know, now been, I don't know. We'll know by tomorrow night because they always piss test him. And then they, you know, he's been popped for pictograms before. So we'll see what happens. Hey, I think uh, I, I suspect he's going to be crazy strong, too. That uh, Gon's going to be surprised at how strong he is. I definitely think so, too. God, he's such an athletic freak, you know, just in all his movement stuff. When he does that thing, when he crawls across the cage at you, that would that would be fucking terrifying. <laughs> you mean like in the beginning of the fight? He just crawls across the cage at you. <laughs> like yeah, the exorcist? Like, what do I do with this? He said yeah. he did that because it, it, it would terrify people. Like, he said, how terrifying is that for someone just to crawl up to you when you're about to just fight? Um, he's a huge Anderson Silva fan, too, right? And Anderson Silva was like, would get down on all four, right? Yeah. The, the spider. That's they they talked about them fighting towards the end of Anderson Silva's career and the beginning of John Jones, but <clears throat> just never could make it happen. Which the that, two of them that would be cool. That would have been crazy. Now John's in a whole different world. Yeah. And um, you know, that's 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 what speaks volumes to Israel Donaze, you know, when they were like, Oh, you know, he could fight Izzy, he would destroy Izzy because Izzy fought Anderson Silva when he's old, you know what I'm saying? And Izzy couldn't really do a lot of damage to him, not even drop him. And you want to fight John Jones, who would have probably killed Anderson Silva? Like, literally, he would have died. In so, like, man, that's crazy. Um, I, I do – this is off subject a little bit. I do think, though, that that guy uh, – I do think that guy that just beat Israel could go up a weight class. Pahea? Yeah. I think he can go up to 205 and, and – Two and dominate. And yeah, now, yeah. Buddy, I was gonna say that. Yeah. Now that his buddy Glover Tashira is gone, yeah, why not? I don't think Jamal Hill would be beating freaking Alex Pierre. Never. You know what I mean? Jamal Hill is scary though, huh? He he's weird to me. Like he doesn't like how is he so good? Yeah, he doesn't look like an athlete. I'm just gonna be honest, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but he touches people and they get hurt, you know, every time. And so it's uh I guess some people just have that factor in their arsenal where they can just, they just have, they're born with that power. You know what I mean? Um, you, Jay Hartle, I'm late. Should I go back? I uh, go back later. Stay with us. Go back later. The first 10 minutes are fun. We talk about our book cause unknown by, uh, Edward Dowd. That'll probably make it. So this, the show gets pulled down. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, yeah. hey right great job with the, great job with the show yesterday. Uh, Susan, tons of great comments in here when I got here this morning. Oh, there was good. People loving you. A couple people sent me some really nice DMs, which was nice because after you finish the show, it just shuts off and you're kind of just left with your own thoughts. So I was feeling a little insecure. But yeah, it's like doing a line of meth and and then all your friends leave your house. The party's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I had some coffee too. So I was like wound up, but uh, I haven't looked at any of the comments yet. I don't know if I will. So thank you for the people that sent me. What was the show yesterday? We did. We Done. we were covering the CrossFit Games yesterday, and oh. it was the it was kind of like the the they have this thing called the Open, which you have to do to kind of make it to the next level. And usually, I host the show, and then about three hours before the show, I realized that no one was going to take my kid to jujitsu. And my wife's like, "Don't worry, he he can miss jujitsu today. I'll take him to tennis." And I called Susan. I'm like, "I'm out. You're in." Yeah. And he he's like, with three hours notice, he's like, "All right." He didn't even push back. He's like, "I got it." <laughs> That's it was okay. That's the, the, the that's that's the that's what I'm looking for. Just a little slap down in my self. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Wayne, what's up, Batman? Yeah, always in the house. That's uh. Oh, Bruce, uh, Wad Zombie, 
Uh, Bruce, can I need your email because Wad Zombie sent me like fifty potential. Um, I can forward those along to him. Okay, to Bruce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um. All right. Sorry. Back to back to the UFC here. Uh, it's tomorrow. The main card starts tomorrow at seven p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if John Jones wins, it will be his second uh, belt. Uh, well, his, his now then he'll have belts in achieve belts in both weight classes. And, and will he be the greatest of all time for sure then, Darian? Or do you think he is already? I mean, I, you know, in, in my opinion, I think he is already. Oh, get out. Um, I think he is already, but, um, you know, everyone has two belts now. There's a lot of, there's what, six double champs, you know what I mean? Um, so in order to, I mean, he's the greatest of all time already, but in order to put it on statistically, I mean, I feel like he should just clear the heavyweight division. Just, just to, just to put it as statistics. Here. It just—it's kind of the nail in the coffin. Who's the guy? Um, uh, the um, the firefighter. Who's the greatest yeah. heavyweight of all time? Stipe. Miocic. Stipe, and he keeps saying he wants to fight Stipe. When yeah. John starts talking, he's like, "Where's Stipe? Where? I need Stipe." He should because I, I would I, I would argue that Stipe had a a just as a dominant performance over Daniel Cormier as, as John Jones did. So that would be that'd be good. The only the only downside for Stipe would be would be the reach advantage for some reason the way stipe's measured his arms are so short looks like you know like a t-rex yeah i really think like he he's like six four but i think he has like a 72 inch reach it looks just i don't know short for some reason but and, and what about ninganu you think ninganu will come back too i don't think so no you don't i don't you think he's gonna get a nice paycheck somewhere, and then just that he's good? I got thirty Dude, mil. I'm good. Freaking Tyson Fury's gonna pay that boy hundred and thirty million to do a fight and Holy. be in the books. You know what I mean? Like Francis Ngannou is not like um, Conor McGregor. You know, he's not fighting for an appearance. You know what I'm saying? He's not fighting to be like, oh, I gotta hold up this manly. If he gets his hands on hundred thirty million. Wow. Get out of here. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Hang he up. can buy half his country. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not he's not going to find any interest in fighting John Jones or – I don't even – people always talked about, oh, maybe he'll go back to – maybe he'll go to PFL or something. I don't even see that happen, you know. Um, PFL will probably won't have the money to support somebody like Francis Ngannou. You know, you're going to have to pay the man. How, how about, how about uh, um, Tommy Fury – was guaranteed seven million for fighting Jake Paul, but since he won, he got fourteen million dollars as a twenty-three-year-old kid. Oh, I didn't know that. Seven million. You know would have been. You know would have been smart on his part if he would have just trusted himself to sign that bet. And he, he did. That's why he got it. Oh, he did. Okay. The okay. bet was to double your pay. So, oh. so I guess Jake Paul was promised twenty-five million for the fight, and Tommy Fury was promised seven. And then Jake Paul said, "Hey, I'll give you another seven out of my 25 if you beat me but if you lose i get your whole seven and then tommy didn't want to do it i don't think but his dad's like we got this yeah yeah um and and it was left to the judges which is scary shit it is scary shit but i got paid i didn't know uh i didn't watch the fight but they said it was good it was good they paul looked terrible in it though I I I enjoy, I I enjoyed it. I um I was a little. I, I told myself that I wasn't going to buy it, and then I was in front of the TV and I bought it, and then I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone I bought it. This is going to be just like my little secret. 
Uh, and then and then I enjoyed the fight, and now here I am. I've I've come out. I'm out of the closet. I bought the fight. Forty nine ninety nine. No, I was. Uh, I I'll give him that. You know, it's still impressive to see Jake Paul go against an actual boxer and go all three rounds. And Tommy Tommy Fury is jacked. You know, he looks freaking jacked, crazy. You know, like, uh, Jake Paul didn't pay him the seven. He didn't. That. How much of that is entertainment? How much of that is real? You think with their with the Jake Paul boxing stuff? That's gamble because I mean I feel like. A lot of it's just entertainment. I think so too. I and I even think the whole bet thing and everything else is all behind the scenes set up. Yeah, and I fight. don't feel like um, I don't know. I just don't feel like you know they are actually out there trying to kill each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you don't. No, I mean no one ever bleeds in those fights and nothing. Like, what are you talking about? Like, if I'm out here trying to kill each other, somebody's spitting blood out. You know? Interesting. Yeah, I think it's more like the 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 wrestling. You know, it's all predetermined. They were getting punched in the face. That shit's real. But like like he said, Darren, I don't think they're out there trying to rip. Like when you see people in the in the cage, you could tell those those people are are there for 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 you war. Know, other boxers when they're in that ring and they're trying to they're knocking the snot out of each other. You know, yeah, it's it's grimy. Oh shit! Okay, so he hasn't he hasn't paid it yet. I mean, it's a little early to pay. It's only been a few days. And here, here they're either. saying that it was only four million, only, 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 oh, yeah, only hey, four. He'd give me the only four million, and I'll be cool. <laughs> hey, hey, Caleb, how were the pay per view numbers on there? Was that fight a success? I don't know. Let me go look. I'm guessing if they did it in Saudi Arabia, someone there paid a pretty penny to have the fight there. Oh yeah, they they do a lot of fights over there in Saudi Arabia. I. I think too part of the the whole entire bet it keeps the conversation going after the fight because now you have this whole thing of did he get paid did he not get paid did he sign it Jake Paul could talk shit he could talk shit back it kind of keeps the 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 conversation going even after the fight's over. And here's the real clause too. I don't I, I don't know if this is true, but I was just hearing hearsay on you know we all look on the web and everything. Um, I guess they said in the contract if Tommy Fury were to win, then there was an automatic rematch. Oh, so. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has the Jake has the option for a rematch. Yeah, for so, sure. Like then that even brings in the question like, OK, I what? wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. So was he allowed to win so that they could do this all over again to make double the money? You right. think that you think that there's fights that are fixed? There has to be. There's OK. In boxing, most definitely 100 percent, 100 percent. There's wow. Given from the very beginning of boxing, you know what I mean? Like fights get fixed. Yeah. Um, wasn't there a big scandal in like the uh, the NBA or a college level where, where all of it was fixed by the mob? Literally, yes. Like the, there's they, a whole thing, yeah. And that's why Dana White's so against boxing. Which I mean, I'm not gonna say the Dana White's fights don't get fixed too. Some of them do. You know, we see some decisions that should have went the other way go someone's way. You know, Patty Pimblett. Uh, oh, the Pimblet fight was crazy. Sean O'Malley, you know what I mean? Like, we watch Dana White make sure that the guys who have the most hype win. Um, but hey, this chick, Tabitha, uh, uh, what's her name? Tabitha Ritchie is hot. Who is Tabitha Ritchie? She's yeah. fighting on the undercard. I've never heard of her. What is I'd she? Never heard, I'd never heard of her either. She she looks like a CrossFitter. Oh yeah, hey, then you definitely think she's out on Savon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, some, hey, I see you with the seventy pound snatches. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. You may be small, but you're strong, ain't you? 
Yeah, boy, I'm working on it. Oh my goodness. I said, damn, look at Hey, look, keep going, keep going. There's this uh keep going, keep going. Right right there. Let me see the uh let me see that one with the string over her shoulder. <laughs> I want to see her do this to Darian. Just fucking shoulder hip toss Darian. Oh, she does uh judo. Probably. Oh, is that what that is? That's just some sort of judo shit? I would think so, yeah. That's where they ball them up, <laughs> throw them over the shoulder. Dude, her ass is a cannonball. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. My goodness. Before, let me see her. Go to a face picture. I don't know. Her face is great. Her face. That's not a good. Her face is great. Not that one though. Not Not that. that But not for long though. Not for long. Her face isn't gonna be great for long. I thought you were gonna click on the picture of her ass and go, see, look at her face. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at her face. (laughs) Amazing. There, that one with the facing off with Pena. Go, oh my God, go to that one in that bathing suit. God, and she's so tan. Yeah, she's hot, dude. And Pena's hot too. That's just not a good picture of her. Yeah, that's not a not a good picture of Pena. That that other girl looks all right. Yeah, let's go to this one right here. This one to the right, where she's talking. She might. We she might. We, we can hear her voice now, maybe too. Dois sete nove hoje à noite o card está bombando correm lá no site Rob. Okay, you can turn off her voice. <laughs> Portuguese, such a romantic language. Uh, uh, MMA rabble. Uh, Richie uh, is mid. She got TKO'd by Fiort uh, in her second UFC fight. Damn. Well, she'll do better in this one. I'm actually uh, excited for. Uh, the Canadian guy Darian fought fixed. You fought a fixed fight, Darian? Yeah, that fucking Johan fight, pussy, and then he lost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does that piss you off? Is that going to piss you off if Ian Gary loses? Nah, it won't. It won't make me mad uh, because you know I, I, I've come <clears throat> that you know he was scared of me and I should have took advantage of that and I didn't. And, you know, and I could have dog walked his ass and I could have been fucking. Darian Weeks, you know, instead of it, Ian Gary. But uh, that's okay, you know. Uh, what? How do you know he's scared of you? I could. Ju- you could just get that energy. You ever? You ever gotten the energy from someone where you're around them? Okay. Only, look. only my six year old boy when I fucking put my belt on in the morning. That's the only dude I ever, only man I ever <laughs> seen scared of me. And that feels, and that's exactly how it feels. The same way when another man's scared of you, it feels the exact same way. They feel like a six year old boy. And so, I when we got there. First time we got to a uh, hotel on like Tuesday. Um, like I was walking around and I don't make it a, a chance to, I make it a chance to walk up and, and talk to my opponent, but this dude was super obnoxious. You know, he's fucking cringy as shit. So I'm like, I'm definitely not going to say anything to him. He gets on my nerves. Um, and then we, on, on that Wednesday, we're walking down and it's only me and him walking in this big ass hallway. I'm like, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying shit to him. You know, I'm just going to walk past him. And I just look straight and walk past him. I don't, I don't show him nothing. And, like, he all but almost hugs me. Oh, hey, brother, how you doing? You know, it's it's going to be great. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. You know what I mean? And I, you know, shake his hand, try to walk off. And every time he sees me after that, he smiles at me, he tries to, hey. Oh, he's trying to make you human. He's yeah. scared, and he wants to see if, like, you're a real man or if you're a fucking, like, part dinosaur. Yeah. Like, they do it so they're like they try to create a, a a bond in between you each other so that way when you go into the fight you're like hey you know me you remember like hey yeah 
Remember, like, we, you're not going to give yourself permission. Hey, it's like when I'm arm wrestling my boys, if yeah. I just give them a little bit of win, they let up. I'm like, you pussy, are you afraid to beat me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I just give them a little, they let up. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Smash me. Don't give a fuck that I'm your dad. Hard. Ugh. Yeah. Give yourself permission. Well, don't. Are you feeling me or are you trying to win? Yeah. Oh, you're not here to feel me. And it was the most awkward in the night before, too. Like, it was most awkward. Like, he had his parents there and they were all hugging me before. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a strategy now. Now that's. Hey, did you hug his girlfriend? She's hot as fuck. (laughs) But she was like, every time she seen me, too, she's like, oh, hey. And I think. Really what it was is she saw me when I was cutting. I was cutting weight, and I was coming out in the towel to go weigh in. And she saw your dong flopping around behind the towel, and she... That, and she saw I was fucking, like, yacked. Like, and Girl I was city. cutting weight, and she, I know she took off and told him, like, holy shit, he's fucking... You're in trouble. He's he- fucking hung like a horse. You better watch out, babe. <laughs> I think I found myself a new man. It was, it was good, and and the fact they were just she was just hyping him up at the way and Sue when I was I weighed in one seventy one I think, and she's like, oh he's drained, he's got nothing left, he was cutting weight all night, blah 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 blah. You heard her saying that? Yeah, definitely. And I'm like, I'm not drained. I hey girl, listen, girls, no, don't let your girlfriend do that, people. Yeah. That's stupid. People think you're you're a bitch if you let your girlfriend do that. hundred percent. So I'm thinking like and- it's like letting your mom talk to at the play or like even when Tommy Fury let his dad talk. It, yeah. Jake Paul's like, dude, your dad's talking for you. It was, <laughs> it's bad. I mean, think about it. This Ian Gary took her last name. He did. What? You didn't know that? No. Look on the card. Look what he's called. He's Ian Gary. Whatever Machamanano, whatever her name is. dude. Oh, no. That's not on the masculinity list, is it? Yeah, I know. Like, what are you doing? <sighs> The girl's last name. That's it. Oh, and then he made an excuse because he's like, "Oh, well, she already has a son, and I just wanted all three of us to have the same name." Like, get the f- out of here, dude. Adopt him, then, bro. Yeah, the last name. I mean, like, come yeah. on. Hey, Jack. De- Jack De La Madalena was on a terror before he came on this show. That fucking dude won ten in a row, and now he's won twelve in a row. I think. Oh yeah, what a savage. Yeah. Oh, look at your coffee. Oh my goodness. Oh. oh my goodness. Oh, that coffee's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. This uh this guy's this guy's gonna be a problem for Gary, most definitely. Yeah, look, see that that middle name? That's her middle name. That's her last <laughs> Wow. Yes. Wow. Never. Amazing. Hey, I hope he does that. I hope someone calls him. Eventually, he's going to meet someone who's going to, in the press conference, is going to be like, yo, you a bitch or what? Someone just called Darian. I need a haircut. No, yeah. No, it's actually my mom called me. <laughs> you want to take it? No, she's all right. She'll be okay. All right, all right, okay. All right. Yeah, my wife will get a hold of her. It'll be good. All right. That, that, that's a good wife. That's what I tell my wife, too. Can, can you talk to my family? <laughs> that was great yeah sean no. m ian gary gets pegged for sure yeah <laughs> he gets carried around That's- i'm telling you for sure um okay so I'm, I'm looking at the uh early prelims uh mr beaver uh i don't know who um i don't know who these guys are uh there, but there's a guy esteban uh Rebo- who's 11 and 0 is fighting i'm i'm guessing that's gonna gonna be worth watching 2 30 p.m uh the guy 
Above him, uh, Damon. Is that really his name? Damon? Like, Deman. I would change that. Oh, shit yeah. Damon. I'd call I, him sorry. I'm Damon. I've trained with him at Jackson Week, too. He's pretty legit, too. I think he's going to cause some. He's gonna cause some havoc to this guy as well. Hey, look, that whole name looks fake. Demon uh, Blackshear. Blackshear. Yeah, Demon Blackshear. Yeah, that's 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 a cool ass name. Actually, that is Great a good name. name. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fucking famous name. Yeah, he's gonna run through this guy. I saw these. I saw the uh, like not them square up, but I saw like the you know how they put the pictures side by side. I mean, unless this guy, this. Fareed, somebody has a freaking just incredible skill. I think he's just gonna get blown out of the water. Fareed Basharat, nine and zero. I like. I like. Um, I'm not gonna uh, lie to you. I'm, I'm a kind of a whore for the uh, for the goose eggs. Really? Yeah. Like I see that, and I want to watch that fight. That one above it with Cameron Saymon. I want to watch that too against Mana Martinez. Well, let me see. I like it when the O's on the line. Yeah, me too. No, I, I definitely. That is. I'm I'm glad to see Ian's O get taken away. This <laughs> it's going. I'm telling you, it's going away. He's going to get effed off. Uh, Gary is like 800, y'all tripping. Oh, I'm not tripping. He's gonna get blown out of the water, Mister MMA. He's gonna get. I'm telling you, this guy's a savage that he's fighting, and he's strong as shit, and he's gonna wrestle him and punch him in his balls. <laughs> good, good. Look, look, Darian got to kiss his wife one more time. He got all fired up after that last day. He got to kiss his wife to get that cup of coffee. He got to kiss her one more time. <laughs> uh, and then we go over the prelims. Hey, um, the in the prelims got some names too. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Crazy. I thought that was pretty crazy. That so that means Ian Gary's the first fight of the night, correct? Uh, yeah the the first the first main event of the night. It won't be till like three thirty or four probably. Ian Gary's still on the early prelims. Oh no, it'll be four thirty. Ian Gary won't fight until four thirty. Yeah. We just, but uh, why did you look just pass, at this? pass Dan Hooker? You didn't care about him? Oh, I didn't even see him on there. Okay, sorry. Yeah, let's go back to him. Oh, I didn't know. I just didn't know. I thought you, you know, you guys had beef. Oh, it's canceled. It's canceled. Oh. oh. How the fuck is Dan Hooker on Dan an early boy. prelim? Because he's just been getting the shit beat out of him for the past fucking four fights. <laughs> My God. But to be honest, you know, he fought Michael Chandler, which I don't think he should have lost that fight. But, you know, you get knocked out, you can't do shit about it. Then he hey, fought- something doesn't make sense here, Darian. Sorry to interrupt. Jalen Turner's on the main card now. Mm-hmm. Who's he fighting? Uh, Someone fucking crazy, like Bo Nichols or something fucking nuts. He is fighting Bo Nichols. Oh, no, he's not. I thought he was. Bo's 185. Oh, yeah, this guy. This guy, Gamrot, is a savage. This is the guy who... um. Uh, two fights ago, he fought uh, that Armenian guy who almost beat Islam. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The Gamrot's, Gamrot's the, the real deal. Dude, this is, I like watching these fights too with somebody who's super good and they're only 5'8, and then someone that's six fucking two. You know what I mean? Like, it's 155 being 6'2. Gosh dang. That's, that's crazy, you know? And so, even if this guy's really good, like, how's he going to employ a game on that? Uh, Gamrot's gonna take him down. I mean, he's—I I know, but I've seen Jalen Turner. He does—he—he's not a slouch when it comes to wrestling either. No, he's great, isn't he? Yeah. So I mean, oh, Dan Hooker got injured. I guess that's what happened. Okay. Uh, so, uh, b- back over to the prelim. Um, this guy that's fighting Derek Brunson, uh, Brunson, uh, D- 
Dupreces? Oh, yeah. Dupreces, yeah. Dude, he looks, his body, no homo, but his body, gosh dang, dude. He's, he's fucking built. There's he, crazy hype around him, but every fight I've seen him win, I feel like it's like... It's, barely. It's, yes, barely. Yeah, except for he just fought who? Who did he fight? Um, dang. Who's the the scouter? Just like freaking Patty Pimlet, but he's been in the UFC longer. I can't. Scouter? Oh, um, no, you know him. He's, English Darren Till. Yeah, Darren Till. He just fought him, and and did he knock him out? I don't know. Did you see Darren Till's not with the UFC anymore? Yeah, he tried to say, oh, yeah, this was my decision. You know, I just told him, cut me for a little bit, and I'll come back later. <laughs> what are you talking about? That, that, you, you call bullshit on that. Yeah, he doesn't have that type of pool to just – you lost five straight. You think you're going to be like, oh, I'll come back in a little bit. Can you just give me a time to just settle, put my ducks in a row? No, you're done. Clip, bye. You know, you're not coming back. Hey, what 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 happens? What, what, like, what are you gonna do? Are, are you just done fighting when you when you leave the UFC? Are you just done? Oh no, I had a boxing match. Oh, I didn't tell you about that. No, tell me. Oh yeah, I had a boxing match last weekend. What? It was dope. I beat the dog shit out of this guy. You like like a sanction? Like you were in a in a? Oh yeah, yeah. I tried to do another one this weekend, so I had one last weekend, and then someone called me for six grand to do another one this weekend on short notice against a guy who's like five eight or something at 170 but it was hard for me to make 170 the first time when i went and did the boxing match before i, I don't see it in your shirt how come it's not in your sure dog uh sure dog doesn't i don't think sure dog records those oh you found it already oh it's on his uh instagram oh, oh yeah shit. I put that video up on my instagram yeah thank you for that how many rounds was it six just six eight <laughs> They they wanted to do eight, and I told him I was like, "You give me five grand, I'll do eight rounds, no no cap." And then they just decided to do six, so that's okay. But it was cool. They paid me three grand, and that was pretty dope, just for a little weekend thing that I love to do. Boxing to me is like sparring; like it doesn't even I don't even get affected. This guy was like seven one. No shit. And uh, did it go the distance? Yeah, it was pretty. Oh, how many rounds did you win? I won four. He won two. Did you think you won more? Uh, yeah, I mean, I dominated him the whole time. This is what the fight looked like the whole time. I mean, I just put him on the ropes and just started hey, going just at beating him. him up. Just peppering how, him how's, up. How was his engine? His engine was good for – his engine was super good for three rounds. But once I started doing this to him more, he – like, I don't know if it was his cardio. I think it was more of his, like – he was just like, damn, this dude is just – all over me and he was not prepared for that because i watched most of his fights yeah you're just leaning on him the whole time i fucking love it yeah lots of pressure i watched most of his fights and he's the guy that's trying to do most of what i'm doing and so i was like all right let's try this then and because i'm gonna just i don't back out i just stand in the middle and i just freaking i mean just went to whack-a-mole in them it was fun it It looks like a good crowd too dude the crowd as I'm walking into the ring, the crowd is just, I mean, all sorts of profanity on me, calling me a piece of shit. Oh, really? damn. Telling me I'm going to get knocked out. His uncle came all the way up to where I'm about to walk in and was like, wipe that smile off your face, boy. You're going to get knocked out. <laughs> my, my to knock you out. And I just, so after every time, after every round, I just turned towards the crowd that was there. And I just smiled as, you know, I got iced up and they put, 
Vaseline on my face, and I'm just smiling at him, and then I turn right back around and do the same thing I did. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Hey, That's did so your wife badass. go? Yeah, yeah, she she did. And what was crazy too is is pretty uh, wild. Is that crowd there is um, probably eighty seven percent black. 87 I like it 87%. That's that's accurate. What, what city is that in? Uh it's in Davenport, Iowa. They call it the Quad Cities. It's right by yep. it's on the border of Iowa and, and Illinois. Hey, uh, is there a difference between is there is any significance to the crowd being 87% black, louder, oh, quieter? Just with my wife being there, you know, cuz oh, oh. I'm black and she is white and she was screaming for me, you know what I mean? And so, you know, they could kind of get Oh, but, that's fun. Yeah, that's good. Bubbly. <laughs> it was uh it was good, dude. Everybody after after the fight, everybody in the crowd like loved me afterwards. You know, yeah, the dude's yeah. uncle came up to me. Then the dude's grandmother came up to me and was like, You beat the hell out of my grandson. Here, excuse me. <laughs> but she was like, You one fighting nigga. <laughs> i said i appreciate it she gave me a hug and a kiss thank you oh well oh, thank shit. you i appreciate that well that's that's the kindest thing anyone said to me all evening oh, you know, <laughs> thank you. they're pretty cool afterwards and do you have a daughter because i can do other things too I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, i'm a very capable man i'm well-rounded the guy told me that he would uh pay me anything for the next show he said i would love to have you on every time like you put on a show and so I'm I'm still doing MMA. Uh, I'm gonna go to 185. I'm gonna you go are? Yeah. Remember I told you I was walking. Yeah, out. I just don't like it. I'm in denial. I hate the thought of you getting bigger and like having to take harder shots. If do you want me to be completely frank with I you? I love it. But <laughs> but think about this. See, I've been going against guys who are like 170 and fast, and then I'm gonna go against these muscle heads now who probably swing like three hooks and then try to grab you. So I think Yeah, yeah, but Pajaya's in one eighty five. Like dudes like that. Uh, yeah that is but um yeah but maybe he'll go to 205 you like we, yeah we, yeah uh, yeah you know hey well, would you go back would you go back to the ufc um i definitely want to try out pfl and bellator i want to okay. see uh, this is my this is my goal right now is to um fight an lfa i want to attain their 185 belt and then i want to fight in um, either Fury or Titan, and I want to obtain. That, and that's Europe. That's Europe. Yeah. Well, no, that Titan, Titan, and Titan may be in Fury's not uh, Europe. Isn't that where Ian Gary and Patty Pimlet are from? That's not. No, Europe. that's Cage Warriors. Cage Warriors. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay. Fury, Fury is West Coast. And okay. Titan is like I don't know Midwest to where, and they kind of go in Canada too. So. Um, so I just want to attain like two or three belts here at these so that I can't be denied anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? They got to have to give me a contract, PFL, Bellator, wherever. Um, and then kind of, you know, be on my own terms. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to do as much boxing as I can because boxing is super fun and they pay you crazy money the more you win. So, um, Hey, can't you have, don't you have an agent too? So like, wouldn't, wouldn't an easy way. And I use the word easy, uh, loosely, but isn't an easy way to get back to the UFC that there's someone pulls out and the UFC is like, okay, we'll give you a contract. And they just call you and like, Hey, well, you have four weeks notice. Get in here, Darian. That's true. That is true. Um, and the UFC does know me to fight on short notice to just say, fuck it, whatever. Right. Um, but two things with that one, I feel like I need to, get some finishes 
under my belt before they do that. You know, they want to see me in there and doing back to the thing is, is you fight all your fights. You fight. I mean, I don't, I don't mean like you show up. I mean, you fight. Like if if you're in the ring, there's fighting going on. You can't say that about everyone. Yeah. And that's, and that's true. And, but I think just for the publicity, like just for their, you know, popularity, they want somebody who's like, Oh, you know, Oh, this guy got this many finishes, which I mean, I feel like it's a hundred percent gonna happen you know I'm, the next guys i fight in mma no matter where it's at they're gonna get finished i don't care if it's at 185 or 205 it doesn't matter they're gonna get knocked out they're gonna get choked out they're gonna get finished um i think with having that then that would that would be more they would be more apt to be like oh let's grab him again you know what i'm saying like you know he's back on his finish you know what i'm saying he is a good fighter he came in here and did fight three long fights for us and went to war and so I feel like they would. But on the second note, I did fire my management team. Oh, you did? Oh, shit. Yeah. So I'm in the process of looking for a new management team. Um, they just – I didn't feel like they were working for me no more, you know. Um, once once the UFC uh, – Were they bummed when, when you do that? Are they like, okay, Darian, we'll, we'll, we'll clean up our act. We'll, put, we'll give more attention to you. Or do they go, okay, we understand, and they walk away? that's what that's what they did and that's why i was glad i fired him when when i left okay. they were like all right if this is the decision you want to make that's cool you know we'll see you next time see you you know and i'm like okay well i'm glad that i let you guys go. okay so it wasn't yeah. like the girlfriend where you try to break up with her and she's like okay one more date let me give you one more handy it yeah. wasn't like that no. one more hand and um, that sucks and there has been there's other men the team that's reached out to me um i just took a i just took a little hiatus for management teams just because you know i was doing this and when you're fighting in these, like, local MMA fights, you know, like LFA or something, you know, something in the lower region, you can get a hold of those guys yourself. I got a hold of Mark Berry, the owner of that, myself, and he's setting up fights with me. I don't have to cut people 10% off, you know. All the money goes to me. I just pay my coaches. Um, same with the boxing. Don't have to cut anybody off a slice. I just give it to my coaches, and then, you know, we all get paid more. So, um, right now, I feel like that was the best the best goal for me, once I reach all these, once I get finishes and get on a win streak, um, I feel like, you know, we'll have a better choice of who we want to go with as a management team. Uh, Jethro, it's uh, two, it's, it's uh, Sevon Matosi and MGT. It's a uh, one T, two S's. One T, M-A-T-O-S-S-I-A. <laughs> he put me in there too, actually. That's just a playoff my name. So we're both. Oh yeah, Matosi and Souza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, who says no? Who says no to a handy? Yeah, <laughs> dude. So your last boxing match that you just showed us there. So you you managed that yourself. You dealt with the logistics of getting into that. Yeah. And then how much? What what's the difference there? Is that more stress for you? Do you not mind doing that? Like, what's that process like? Without what's crazy? What's crazy about boxing is boxing people like boxing promoters like once they know you box once or twice, they are in your inbox. Oh, hey, we got this much for this much money. Hey, we got this much for this much money. And uh, the first offer is like, <clears throat> it's easy to argue that offer because they're just trying to get you to respond back. And you're like, oh, I can't do it for that. But because they usually need it on short notice when they're in your inbox. They need it on one week notice, two week notice, you know, four day notice. They're like, so you can kind of squeeze a little more money out of them. Like, oh, well, hey, take that weight. Maybe can I get like $2,000 more in two play tickets? Yeah, you got the leverage at that point. And they're like, oh, all right, fine, yeah, we can do that. So, um, and boxer promoters really, I mean, <clears throat> I guess I never dealt with the USC personally, but 
And I feel like boxing promoters are pretty easy to, to deal with. I mean, they're ready to pay money. Um, boxing is still a sport that gets paid so much money, you know, per show. Um, like these last people, they paid me this $3,000 in cash. They had almost every bit of their money in the show in cash. I'm like, God. What does that mean? What does that mean? They had every bit of their money in the show in cash. Like they, like they didn't have, you know, most of the time, you know, when you're dealing with big shows like that, you're going to do like, you know, people are writing checks, different businesses are writing checks, you know, sponsor. I mean, they had like a duffel bag. That's oh, what I was going to say. Oh, so you oh, finish oh, the oh, fight oh. and they're like, here's right. your three grand. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Count me out. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, I love that. All right, that's what's up. I said I'll fight every time you guys pay me in cash like this. For yeah. real, because I mean, uh, this is a good question. We're way off subject here. Uh, uh, Jay Hartle, do you take less damage in boxing compared to MMA? I thought it was the other way around. Less damage in MMA. I'd say like, or you can't say per per knockout. Like if you if you get knocked out in boxing, I say it is more damage because they they count ten seconds and then like here stand back up and get knocked out again. You mm -hmm. know. Um, MMA, if you get knocked out, they're just like, oh, hey, hey, call it off. But now I'd say like face-wise and cuts and injuries to kneecaps and stuff like that, I'd say probably MMA you take more. You know, you get taken down, you get things squeezed, pulled, snapped, cut with elbows. So I'd say you take more damage in MMA if it's like to the body, but to the brain, I'd say, yeah boxing probably take more damage how's the residual on your body like soreness wise like is there a big difference with boxing being maybe less sore as you finish up not necessarily damage wise but just like soreness that you would feel just from way, movement activity way less sore boxing yeah. way less sore than mma mma like i i come out of mma even if i you know finish the guy and felt like i didn't get touched like some weird part of my knuckle hurts or my you know my back feels like it got strained you know just because you're using your full body but with boxing I mean, me and this guy just threw shots the whole time, and I walked out of there like I felt great. Like I didn't even my face didn't even hurt, you know. So did you ever want to take him down or kick him? Was there the natural urge to to, to go back into that mode at any point, or do you people got that do, completely under control? People do say and ask that, but now when when it's when it's boxing like that, I don't know. Me personally, I don't like. I'm just like I get excited that we only have to throw hands. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm so excited that all I have to do is swing my arms. You know, because. Yeah take somebody down is a lot of work you know especially when they know it's a and you don't have to worry about defending it yeah and you don't have to worry about defending it or getting you know kicked in the face if you try to slip a punch the other way and that's it's pretty it's fun it's it's a it's a it's a fun experience you guys don't ever have you guys ever like punched a bag you know with boxing gloves yeah yeah that's yeah. cool that's way different than getting punched back though i've never been i never had anyone punch me back <laughs> You're going to get tossed on your head in a double leg takedown. <laughs> hey, my, I have, my, when my little kids do jiu-jitsu tournaments, they do gi and no gi, and they're always sore as shit. They trip the next yeah. day. Every muscle in their body, their fingers, their calves, their forearms, all the muscles in their back, they're so tight. They're so sore. Just I think your, your whole body tightens up, right? Yeah. Just gripping, staying away from a choke even, you know, like just trying to keep your arms in so it doesn't get pulled. Like you're tensing your body at all times, yeah. At, at maximum at maximum tension yeah yeah and you're trying to pull somebody at maximum tension like you're trying mm -hmm. to yank somebody over trying to sling them down to the ground so it's it's a tactic sport wrestling is the same way um okay we better get back to the card we're never going to get through this ever <laughs> when's your first haircut today whenever i get there 
Oh, all right, good. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so, so let's talk about Co- let's talk about Cody Garbrandt. Uh, amazing champ, so much fucking hype, and then just ba- I don't know. Did he go on a four or five fight losing streak? I mean, he just fucking just got yeah. Just, and, and he's I don't even think he fought in 2022 at all. Yeah, yeah, he got. Oh boy, he got no. Yeah, he did. I think he got knocked out by that guy who lost to, uh, um, the one thirty five champ right now, or the one fifteen champ. Who is it? I'm pulling up Cody's uh, sh- sure dog here really quick. I think he got knocked out at the beginning of the year by uh oh Kai Kai France. Yeah, Kai Kai France. Oh no, that was in 2021. Very close though, December of two two twenty twenty one. Very close to twenty twenty two. And dude, Rob Font, those are two tough fights. Yeah. I mean, that is, it's. Whew. Hey, dude, he's only won. Listen, he lost to Dillashaw, Dillashaw, Pedro Munoz. Then he won against Rafael, uh, uh, Sun Kao, tough guy, and then lost to Rob Font and Kai Kai France. Hey, dude, he's lost. Oh, he's only won one of his last six fights. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is. He crazy. does have a win against Dominic Cruz, which is crazy. Yeah, that's. Well, I mean, yeah, but Dominic Cruz also got knocked out by freaking Cheeto Vera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think this is it for Cody. Yeah, I think, think I think he's done. Too. Yeah, I was just watching some of the Cody Garbrandt's old stuff where he was on the uh, Ultimate Fighter, and he got into that little scuffle with uh, Conor McGregor. Did you guys see that? No, it recently. No. No, it was it was Ultimate Fighter. It was when Cody Garbrandt was a part of it, and uh, like Conor McGregor was the coach, and Uriah Faber was the coach. Oh, oh I do whoa. remember that. Yes, yes, yes. And Conor and was talking McGregor, shit, and the dude stopped up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. McGregor said something to Uriah Faber, and was like, "What are you going to do about it?" You know, and <laughs> Cody Garbrandt was like, "I'll do something about it," and fucking just shoved the shit out of Conor McGregor. I would have loved to see what happened there. That would have been cool. And that was Connor was that's when he was a normal dude, 145. Yeah, 145. You know, not fucking jacked up beyond belief. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what do you, what do you, th- what do you think here out of Cody and uh, Trevin, uh, Trevin Jones? Let's just be hopeful. And I'm going to say Cody wins. All right. You're a good, I'm going to say he knocks, I'm going to say Cody knocks him out cold. Okay. And I don't think so. I think Trevin Jones hurts his feelings and Cody, we, that's the last we see of Cody. I hope not. And I think Derek Brunson uh, has to be on his last leg too. He, I think, I mean, thirty-nine years old. I mean, he's this is do or die for him. Yeah, that dude. And I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a tough one because that dude is explosive. He goes from bell to bell as explosive as he can be. The Doris Duplicis or whatever. Yeah, Drake is oh. he, French dude. French dude. What is he? I think he's French. He sounds French. Either Rikus. French or Canadian. All right. Let, let's move over to the main card. Holy shit. This is crazy. Uh, Actually, South African. Oh, yeah. Same thing. French, South African. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> uh, b- b- this is crazy. This I, I, I've been having my kids watch a lot of old Bo Nickel highlights. Uh, he is fucking scary. Yeah, I know, and uh, he's a he's a great wrestler, but I I'm not gonna lie, I'm the kind of guy to like to see things get toppled. I hope he loses. Uh, you think he does? I think he wins in the first round. I hope he loses. I hate he, people. I hate people who just go in there and just wrestle people and just hold them down. This is it. 
Hey, but his first his first fight, he um he knocked a dude out in the contender series just in thirty seconds. Just came out there and gave him the fucking onesie twosie. Oh yeah, I do remember that. So let's let's do it against Jamie Pickett. Stand up and show it against Jamie Pickett. Man, Jamie Pickett's gonna lose though. He's been on a freaking losing streak too, like three fights. It sucks because he's a total likable character. In embedded, they just show him rolling around on his AT on his four wheel. He looks cool as shit, dude. Yeah, and, and we we shared some. Uh, we were uh, chilling together. Uh, the last UFC fight I was at was at UC two. 279 and he was just a dope guy you know what i mean he seems so cool he was cool he was chill he was even making jokes about how he got knocked out and i was like yeah you're a cool dude bro but it didn't seem like he had that that dog in him to want to fight though uh and and bo nickel really is the real deal right uh three-time ncaa fucking that's as real as you can get i mean think of all the people who freaking you know did have those accolades like Daniel Cormier went to the top of the division. Henry Cejudo dominated everybody he knew. You know what I mean? Like when you have that wrestling background and you have those, you know, accolades, man. You know he had to do the contender series twice. The first time he he won, he they didn't give it to him. Yeah, because wasn't he like wasn't that his first win on the contender series? Yeah, like, probably ever. It was his first win to ever in MMA. So Dan White was like, oh, we can't give it to him. He's only one to know. You know, like, how cool would that be? You don't even have to have an, a little amateur MMA career. You could just, oh, let me just jump in this contender series real quick and get this money. And and, and they said that uh, uh, in the embedded, they were talking about, hey, man, he's used to wrestling in front of 15,000 screaming people. I mean, he he's he's already there. He's already there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. That was his first Oh, no, he had one fight before that. Oh, he hasn't fought any fights since the Contender Series? No, this is it. This is his coming out party. Yeah, they put him against Jamie Piggy because they think it's going to be the easiest win for him. <laughs> hey, um, that was crazy when fucking Islam had fucking Volkanovsky in the rear naked choke. Oh, yeah. And Volkanovsky was beating his ass. And smiling. Have you ever seen anyone beat get their ass beat from the rear naked choke? That was fucking nuts. Dude, I feel like Volkanovski, they should have just given him that fight just because off of pure energy. He had way more energy. He defeated Islam with his energy. Just, I mean, Islam was like, what can I do to this guy? And you can't. You can't do anything to me that's going to affect me in this fight. And it was crazy. What did he? W- w- would you go back and watch that and teach that, Darian? Teach what? Punch a guy in the choke? Yeah, like somehow he had, he was able to hold one of Islam's hands and then just beat the fuck. He was doing this. Yeah. <laughs> he and like this, like yo, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> just mashing Islam. I mean, that was nuts, right? That was nuts, and that just shows, like, I mean, he's just all casual shit. You were kind of like, hey, Islam, you better fucking let go. He's beating your ass <laughs> from the most dominant position in in, in MMA. And that shows that people shouldn't just, like, take positions like that. Like, they shouldn't just say, oh, someone's on my back, so I just need to chill here and just hold on for dear life. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, do whatever you can. Like, that was – man, he was very impressive. He's he's up there, too, <laughs> being the greatest of all time, too. Hey, Islam didn't like those, right? Those punches were hurting him. He hated that. Yeah, they, they probably they, – yeah. They probably were hurting them, but I don't know if they were hurting them as much as we think. But they were definitely like, 
oh, I can't get this choke off. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was how bad it was. But if look, I was the judge, I would be giving that to Volkanovsky. Literally. Look at the energy that he has. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how about when uh, Kevin Holland fucking knocked out um, Jacques Array? Oh, from his back. From, from his back. My goodness. Like, if that wasn't the... That's the craziest knock I've ever seen. Especially how he got on top of him and was just holding him and just punching down and how Jacques Array, like, literally, he was just... Just <laughs> fucking fit. Man. There's, there's always those weird fights where the guy's up against the fence... And he's going for the double leg, and then the guy's dropping those elbows on him. And every once in a while, you'll see the guy who's the who's yeah, the guy who's got the double leg goes to sleep. Just and go you're like, what did you think was going to happen? The guy's dropping elbows on the side of your head. And not only that, like I feel like in those cases, the guy who's holding the double leg is like goes into retard moment and just stays holding the double leg. Yeah, like, yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like he's killing you, <laughs> killing you. Yeah, I know. But- Elbow temple. Uh, Molly, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just here to look at Darian. Oh, all right. Thanks for joining us, Molly. Yeah. I'm just here for the live show when I can be. Well, thank you, Molly. Yeah, just you get our numbers up high, please. <laughs> get our numbers up. Okay, uh, uh, Gamrot versus Jalen Turner. It's uh, gonna be a good fight, man. It's gonna these that is gonna be a great fight. I think even the Bo Nichols fight will be fun to watch. Let's go. I think this is. I think these are. I think it's gonna be a first round fight too. I think they're gonna come out hot. I'm gonna go Jalen Turner. All right, all right. He can pull it out. I I want Jalen to win. I'm not a Gamrot fan. Oh well, cool. Yeah, even better. Let's go, Jalen. Uh, and then guys, we do not talk about this guy, and I I don't know why we talk don't talk about this guy. And this next guy might be the scariest guy in the UFC. His name is Jeff, and he spells it with a G. His name is what? Jeff. You talking about Jeff Neal? <laughs> no. Talking about this guy that from this fucking Asian dude from fucking Russia that comes out with the turban. Jeff Neal's been put him to sleep. Oh, bro. Put him to sleep. This guy shoves Kazmromznovs is nailed it. Six more letters in there than they needed to be, but yes. You don't think this dude's scary as shit? I mean, I get what you're saying. He has been dominant, and he's freaking, you know, he has the demeanor, but Jeff Neal ain't scared to know whatever he is. Yeah, he's like, dude, that dude, that dude got shit out of Genghis Khan's butt, dude. This guy is fucking (laughs) scary, dude. Holy shit. Damn. Why would that guy even fight him? Oh, my God. That He's standing on something. There's no way. No, he's not. That dude's probably look because you see you see Sean Shelby in the back. Sean Shelby is so tiny, dude. He's uh, oh they, that guy's six one. Yeah, and this guy is this. If he's the same height as Sean Shelby, Sean Shelby's like your height. So hey, dude, you know that other? You know you know the the dude from South America who's like he's like the South American Cerrone, Alex uh, Oliveira. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so he beat that dude in one round. He beat that dude in 20 seconds. Yeah, but that dude's soft. Okay. He beat Neil Mag- <laughs> He beat Neil Magny in the two seconds into the second round in his last fight. Yeah, that is pretty good, though. The Asian Davy Crockett. I mean, this guy is fucking those are his only two big those are the only two big names on his uh 
God, dude, every dude he's fought in had, but Jeff uh, Neal had, I mean, Jeff Neal can just put people to sleep quick. Okay. Well, he better do it. The thing is though, the truth, every dude that this guy has fought in this Shavskot guy has some name that I can't even say. Like he's definitely fought some shit overseas, shot, fought some weird Russian dudes. Yeah, I and they they had talks about him after this fight fighting uh, what's his name, Kazmat Chimaev. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think about that? That'd be yeah, cool. I'd love to see it. This guy, uh, uh, Paulina, he looks like something you've seen in the history textbook. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, and, and in uh, Lower Asia Minor, we had these people that look like this. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he. Uh, I always find it weird. It's off topic, but. Like how those um where is he from? He's like from he, Kazakhstan. He's, that's what that flag is, a Kazakhstan flag, I think. Kazakhstan. So it's like weird when when the when the Russian and kind of Asian cultures are intertwined, you know what I'm saying? Like the border there. That's like yeah, and they are. Yeah, they speak Russian, but they look like they're Chinese. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find if this dude has a wiki page. I'm sure he does. I don't watch any of the interviews with these guys. If the shit has to be translated, like, I'm like, fuck you. I'm, oh, no, Uzbekistan. He was born in Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Hey, dude, I seen met some arm wrestlers out of Uzbekistan. They're freaks. Yeah, they look like giant Asians. Uzbekistan. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I fought, I fought a – I went to a, an overseas mixed martial arts competition and fought a Kazakhstan, and, yeah, he looked huge as fuck. But he was like Asian. I'm like, oh shit. His first fight was in 2014. He won in uh, in the first round with a triangle choke. Oh, I saw I saw my eight year old do a triangle in uh, sparring yesterday. I'd never seen that. It's weird to see because I'm my family's little. Yeah, Unless we got little legs, but he threw up a fucking triangle. <laughs> it. He's flexible though. Uh, as an 18 year old, he was a world champion in amateur MMA and in the in the W um, MMA. Wow, so he had two two championship belts as a kid. Uzbekistan. God, can you imagine some of the dirty places he's fought? Yeah, you know, in someone's fucking dingy fucking garage with a dirt floor. Yeah, hey, like some basement. basement. <laughs> hey, so that's this dude's coming out party. If, if this dude, if this dude will be, uh, oh, eight. Oh, so in his sixteen wins, it's eight knockouts and uh, eight submissions. Yeah, he's not tough. We'll see what happens. Oh, bro. I want Jeff Neal to just cream his ass up. How old is Jeff Neal? God, I feel like he's been around forever. 32. He's probably been around since he was like 24 or so. All right. Uh, Back to the list. Okay, so you take Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal, for sure. Oh, it's weird. That fight. Oh, that fight was scheduled, by the way, uh, in January, and it got canceled. The oh. same exact fight. Oh well, that's pretty cool then. So someone, someone must have been hurt or something. Okay, where are we? Uh, cream his ass up. Yeah, you're familiar with that, Adam. <laughs> Taking a few good creamings uh, in my day. Yeah, gonna cream that ass up. <laughs> Is there anything else? What else are you supposed to do with an ass? <laughs> this, or I haven't seen Valentina Shevchenko fight in like a year and a half. Yeah, I don't even know what I don't even know what to think here. I watched the press conference. Alexa seems like a little girl. I mean, I'm sure she's a killer, but she's, um, she's gonna die under the hands of Valentina Shevchenko. 
And in 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 uh um Shevchenko, I don't think Shevchenko's looked her best in her last two fights, but um she did say in the press conference that she is going up to uh she is going to go up to 135 and she is going to fucking mash fucking uh what's her name? Oh. Yeah, Amanda. Amanda Nunes? Yeah. She said, "Hey, you know everyone knows I won that last fight with her." I'm going to go up there to 135. I'm going to fucking mash her. And then they're like, is, is that the only reason why you're going up there? She goes, it's the only reason. Yeah, I'm, she's like, I'm just better than her. It was pretty cool to see Amanda Nunez go southpaw and beat the shit out of fucking Juliana Pena. Yeah, crazy. Oh, is that what happened? She went southpaw on her and that's what happened? Went southpaw on her ass. She'd never done southpaw a day in her life. Switched the whole camp on her. Practiced southpaw the whole camp and just fucking beat the dog shit out of her. Um, uh, the, the guy who used to be the CrossFit Games champion, Matt Fraser, um, did a video with her recently, and she looks fucking great. I mean, she, yeah, she looks the best I've ever seen her. Just her body, her face, her attitude. She looked awesome. Yeah, she, she, I, I, I worry about two women who have a kid, two lesbians, because I, I can't. There, there must be some crazy arguments and drama and fighting that goes on in that house with two women. You know there is. Oh, crazy shit. You need to, you, you gotta have a dude. If, even if you can be a les, two lesbians, just get some dude in there. You need some yeah. dude energy. Hey, man, can you come help us take care of this? Yeah, we need someone with some sanity. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Unless one of them's super chill. No. I know, I know no. a lesbian couple that have a kid, and one of them's just like super chill. Dude, I'm telling you. You think it's still nuts in there? Dude, I'm telling you, that right that week before the menses come, it's fucking nuts. And girls are like, girls do stuff like jealousy and shit. And like weird shit that like real men don't do, and it's like, oh shit! Oh, it's uh, this kid at? Oh, she got inseminated, huh? No, I didn't. I didn't go back. I didn't go back and watch it. I just, um, I just watched the first half. I didn't see the rolling yet, but I did. I am hearing that Matt's really injured. Yeah, he blew out his knee in that match with her. Did he? That's where he hurt his knee with her. That's the rumor I started last night on the show. (laughs) I I, I heard. I'm hearing. I just found this. I just heard about it a couple days ago. But I heard uh, he's 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 that he's 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 in a bad way. Yeah, that was confirmed because apparently he released some sort of video or something to the HWPO programmer, like the people that are on the program. Like he announced that he was that he was hurt and there was something to do with his knee. Yeah, Yeah. I heard it's been like that for three weeks. You let a lesbian girl beat the shit out of you. <laughs> well, that, that's not, probably not true. I, I I made that part up. Hey, if you're going to get beat by a girl, you want it to be a lesbian girl. At least. Or a UFC fighter. Or two lesbian girls. Yeah. yeah. Or or the greatest female of all time fight. Yeah. Still least. probably better than an eight-year-old boy when I had to tap out to Avi one time. So <laughs> 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 He's got a strong fucking rear naked choke. What can I say? <laughs> um, I, I think we're going to see a very, very quick night. Uh, can, can we look at the last fight here? Go up to uh, John Jones and Cyril Gunn. Hey, I think we're going to see a uh, whole. I, I don't think we're going to see any long fights. I think the Shevchenko fight might be the longest fight of any. I think it's going to be a lot of first round shit. Yeah, Jeff Neal is definitely going to get that dude out of there in the first round at least. <laughs> I, I I do. I think it's going to be. I, I don't think it's going to go that way for him, but I think it's going to be a lot of. What do you think? I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be some sort of record set here. Mo, the shortest amount of t- fight time for a main card ever. I think that. I really think that the Derek Brunson is going to go longer than we think. Okay. Uh, and that, but that's in the prelim, right? What? What is this guy saying that John Jones is injured according to Chill? Yeah. Well, the, the, all the embedded footage has shown him in the pool, 
Yeah. And they have, they're not showing them work out. And so Shale says the only reason why you train so much in a pool is if you're injured. Mm. It's fucking old. I'd be working out in a pool every day too. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and uh, what, what do you think about that, Darren? You have thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. I couldn't say. Darian hates it. Darian's heart is fluttering a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he he come back? Why would he come back if he's fucking injured? You you pick right now to come back. You could have postponed this and been like, nah, bro, I'm going to do it two months from now. You know? You could have did anything. You're the greatest of all time. Yeah, no, I don't know if he's injured, dude. Well, uh, 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 this guy, MMA uh, Rabble, uh, Grasso is gritty, but her boxing attack uh, isn't good. Well, then if uh, Shevchenko sometimes will get a hair up her ass, and she'll want to beat people at their own game. And so if she wants to stand toe-to-toe with this Grasso chick, that one could go uh, two or three rounds, and it could get bloody as shit. Yeah, that'd be dope. Shevchenko can make girls bleed. Yeah, well, she ain't the only one. Yeah, I, um, the the gone thing. They asked him at the press conference, "Hey, how's your hand?" And he goes like this, and he's like, "So I, I I think he's good. I mean, because he had, there was there's photos on his left hand. He had a huge knot on it, but 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 at the press conference, the knot was gone. That doesn't mean it's better. People okay, are, fair enough. I had a box this freaking boxing match this oh. last just. Yeah, look at that. That's knotted up. It's yeah, that, that doesn't look good, it's, right? It's an allergy. It's an allergy. A <laughs> uh, uh, vaccine reaction. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, dude, that's knotted up. I bet he don't throw it as much in the fight. Let's see what happens. Mm. Darren, when's the last time you've been to a doctor? Whoosh, I don't even know. Yeah, good. That makes me so happy to hear that. Uh, Fuck doctors. I don't even get sick. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I've been sick for like five months and I don't even care. <laughs> I wake up, I might have a little congestion, I spit it out, and I'm good for it. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. I have been, I have been hawking lugs for a little while. It's yeah. Weird. I don't know why. I've been <sighs> having a, but I but I feel good. You drink milk? Uh not so much. Not I mean oh. I would, but I don't but not like not so much. I was just gonna say milk it it builds it accumulates a lot of mucus inside your your lung. If I had a good a person to get raw milk from I would drink it like, like breast milk, breast milk, or just like straight from the cow, anything. I would, uh, Jan Clark, I don't get sick. I've been sick for five months. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've had, I've had symptoms. I've had, I've had symptoms for five months. I just don't do sick like other people. Like other people are like, I'm sick. I have to stay home or I have to drink bone broth or I have to. And I'm like, I have to, I'm sick. I'm, I need to go work out and um, bang my wife. That's I'm more like that. Hey, you remember when we were on the, we were on the podcast with Alex. Um, freaking uh, Caceres. Yeah. Caceres. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't eaten meat in 28 days. No shit. How, how do you feel? How do you feel? I, I will say like about, Six days ago, I started getting like kind of a little weird head dizzy shit. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I haven't lost any weight. I haven't lost any strength. I, what are you eating? What are you eating? I mean, like beans and um, I eat all types of nuts. Damn, pause. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'll, eat, I'll eat, you know, uh, rice. Um, I look for um, a lot of plant-based protein is what I'm having to do. Like, what does that mean? Give me an, are you, are you buying any, are you like, like whey protein? I'm, I'm using like whey isolate right now. Just, okay. Okay. Just because, you know, I can't, 
right now I don't know enough to get enough protein into me, so I have to use a lot of the way. I, I want to show you this guy. Um, vegetables like crazy too. He's right. You know, like broccoli has four grams of protein per like this much. So I just have to eat this much sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, but it's been it's been cool. You know, I didn't. Do you take pre workout? No. No. Okay. I am the pre workout. Did you did you have that boxing match eating like that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Hey, check out this dude, man. See how I was gonna be like in a fight without me, and it was it was cool. It was dope. I busted his nose open and his teeth open and everything. <laughs> oh, I, I I love it that you that you're uh, experimenting. Hey, look at this. Um. Check out this dude's Instagram. It's called Chris Beat Cancer. Check, follow this dude. I had this dude on the show, but basically he he was uh, he had like stage four colon cancer, and he switched to just being vegetarian. I don't condone it, but but uh, but fuck, dude, it saved his life, and he's cool as shit. I will tell you though, I have still been eating eggs. Oh, okay, mm. okay, yeah, that's good because you still need a complete protein. And yeah. if you're just getting it through the veggies, it's not it's not going to be as complete as you need it to be. I think that dude said he may have introduced fish into his diet too. Don't quote me on that. Okay, mm, that makes sense. Like the the fatty acids and stuff like that. When when I I, I thought about it, and I was like, I was really just trying to do the no meat thing because you know he said you're not supposed to eat dead animals. And I thought about an egg, and it's not a dead animal. You know, it just comes out of the aborted. It's an aborted animal. That's what I was gonna say. Who's gonna make the call? You know, it's up to it's up to interpretation. There's no life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have chicken yeah. booster. There's no life in here. So yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Maybe life if we left it in the hen a little bit longer. But hey, who's who's? Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, uh, and then I and I also eat yogurt. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I mean, I I felt pretty. You didn't get fat. I, I would think that like if you switched to stop eating meat, I thought you would have gotten fat. Yeah, me too. And, but I will say the weight cut was fucking horrible. It was cutting weight without having meat was like I might I could have died twice maybe. What'd you cut down to? I only got down to one seventy five. Damn. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're not doing one seventy one anymore. No, I couldn't. I can. But it was cool. I just wanted to, I just wanted to test it out. I, I'm probably gonna do it for only like a couple more weeks, and then I'm gonna go back to eating meat, which I probably have to. You guys think I probably have to like slowly enter meat again? No. Think I can just fucking shove a burger down? I can eat. My stomach is even after I do like a five day, I've done five day water fast a couple times and I just start eating just, I would go like straight to McDonald's. Like my (laughs) stomach doesn't give a fuck. Me personally. I did that. I did whole 30 for like 60 days almost where I ate that diet. And then when finally I was like, all right, I'm done with it. I went to a Mexican food place and got a big old freaking burrito with melted cheese. and, And that wasn't a good decision. And then you won't oh, it didn't? Like a week it, did it blow that. your ass out? Oh, bet yeah, so. it did. It, it 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 moved very quickly through me, and it wasn't. That was probably, oh, this is why I did that. You know I mean? it, it yes. Goes through me all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Poor poor introduction back into the diet. Which was no eat two steaks with your bare hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now, but I will say, like, when I started to stop eating meat, like, for the first week and a half, Dude, I just was like taking shits like crazy. Like my whole life was, wow. you know what I mean? Like I was like, wow. But uh, I asked somebody and they said it may be just my intestines trying to re-clean itself out just because there's going to be no meat in there or something. I don't know. But mm. like I was just filling the toilet up. Yeah, that's good. Good job. Is, Nothing yeah. like filling the toilet up. Hey, if there's, <laughs> if there's ever been a time to watch an entire card, I think it's this week. 
yeah. like early prelims, prelims. Like if you got nothing to do tomorrow, the, the, that card's not going to uh, disappoint. Even if you do have something to do tomorrow, watch it anyway. Yeah, stop it. Stop Clear the it. calendar. Quit, quit what you're going to do. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's John Jones, guys. You know. Yeah. I ordered. I ordered uh, uh, twenty pounds of brisket. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm having a and I'm having a party at my friend's house, and I invited cool. Su- I invited Souza. Yeah, you have friends. Kind of. <laughs> I have a couple. The gang's all here. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> hey, one day, uh, where where you live at, Savon? Oh, West California, Santa Cruz, south of San Francisco. I'll be out there soon in a few months. Maybe I'll come by and see you, dude. That would be awesome. Where are you going? Are you Hell training yeah. somewhere? Yeah, I'm gonna go train a couple places. Oh, tell me, I'll I want to come watch. You gonna set? You going to Sacramento? Uh, I haven't decided the gyms yet, but me, me and my coaches and a couple other fighters are ready to go travel somewhere. We we used to go to the Florida area or. Upper East Coast, but we're gonna. What about San Jose? San Jose, maybe. Oh yeah, San Jose. Yeah, I would. That, that would be dope too. Super close to me. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be convenient. Right in between me and Susan. Me and Susan are like seventy miles apart, and that's right in between us. Super close. Yeah, I would definitely. Uh, yeah, gonna... I would love for my boys to meet you. Yeah, that'd we'll be awesome. In the next probably like two months. Okay. And we're gonna, and I'll hit you guys up. I'll probably send a text and then let you know when I'm going out there, and we're gonna be. It'd be cool. Uh, Heidi, you're w- more than welcome to come to the party. Uh, Allison, you're welcome to come too, but I know you're leaving town. Oh uh, yeah, so we're gonna be. We'll uh, we'll connect. That'd be cool. I I want to see uh, see, and you guys can show me some stuff down there that I don't know about. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, dude, take you around. Yeah, that'd take be you cool. to San Francisco. Let you see what happens when the whole town votes liberal. I'd only feel safe going to that stuff with Darian. Then I yeah. will be protected. Yeah, I'll show, you, show you what happens. <laughs> he can fend get off. You, I get you a clean needle to take home with you. There you go. Yeah, I've never been. I, I never, Souvenir. I, I've been to. I've been to uh, L.A., but I think that's about it. Oh, Bear is way better. You're gonna like it way better up here. It's chill. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Good. That'd be dope. And then what? Hey, where does where does Nunley live? Florida. Uh, Florida. He lives in Florida, the Panhandle of Florida. Okay. Might pop out on him too. All right. Uh, Thanks, brother. Great show with you. Great seeing you. Thanks for uh, waking up and giving us your first ninety-seven minutes of your morning. Oh, always. You guys are worth my ninety-seven minutes. And uh, and and we'll talk to you soon. Congrats. We'll talk to you soon. And congratulations on your uh, fight, dude. Thank you, brother. I'll see you guys later, and then we'll see. Jeff knock Jeff Neal knockout whatever his name is. All right, I'll be texting you right after that fight, being like, "I'm sorry, Darren." <laughs> yeah, keep us up to date on your boxing too. Shoot us a text, and you're gonna fight and stuff like that. Love oh, definitely. Keep- I'll see you guys yeah. super late notice. So when I ever I get a boxing match now, I'll let you guys know. And uh, there's usually a live feed you guys can tune into. So that'll be awesome. Fun. Yeah. All right, bitching dude. For sure. Yeah, Peace. Later, dude. Thanks, dude. Later. He's I like the way Beaver sounds on that mic. Me too. You mean this mic right here? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds even better. What happened to the other ones? You got rid of them? Too many yeah, people I bitched got... about it? Exactly. Okay, I feel you. People yeah, like I the see. gas station headphones, so I brought them back. So so, J, so JR calls me, and he's like, uh, hey, I'm going to be a couple minutes late. I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, uh, let Susan know. And he's like, why, well, you're not going to be on the show? I'm like, no. And he goes, is everything okay? <laughs> Everybody was asking about the comments. <laughs> Where's Sevan? I'm nervous. Wait, is he all right? 
the way he said it too, it's like, um, I feel like I should make something up. Yeah, I'm just going through some shit, you know. Like I just it just Oh, that's out. funny. You know what I mean? Like like I was at the border and the cops were like, You got drugs in your glove box? Wow, well, no, oh, uh, yeah, actually, actually, actually I'm bringing fentanyl across the border. Where? I don't know, but I just feel like I should. Uh, running the show is funny because I don't know if you saw the open announcement event. You pro- probably didn't, but Mal O'Brien just just cut through it like a hot knife through butter. Like, yeah. just made it. And so she made it look so easy that, like, you watch and you're like, oh, fuck, I could do that. Like, it probably won't be as fast as her, but I could do that. And then you you try and you're just, like, obliterated. That's exactly how I felt with you in the show. And she demoralized Danielle Brandon. Is Danielle Brandon just like, oh, my God, what happened? I mean, there's no... <laughs> Mal is just so fucking dominant right now. So it's like, that's what I asked Brian too. I said, do you think Daniel's tripping after that? And he, then he said, no, it got her a chance to kind of get in front of, get with Mal and kind of see where she's at in relation to that. But I don't know. She, she blew that one out of the water. Who did you ask if she feels bad? If she feels bad, Brian. Oh God. Was he, was Brian on the show? Or he, jumped, about- he jumped on for oh, like, that's uh, cool. probably the last, the last like minutes, what, maybe? 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's was- awesome. It's kind of funny. It looked like he was being held hostage at first. I don't know if he was freaked out because you like weren't here or I was just peppering him with questions. We don't know. What are you talking about? She isn't even in season season shape, dude. That's it's just, They've been arguing that since last night. Bro, yeah. everyone's in season. Everyone's yes. in season, 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 season shape. Everyone. Yeah. I, I totally said that uh that that was bullshit. One thing that I do, I, she I, had a mistake. I gotta see this. Seuss is making it sound like Mal fucking just ran through her. Like, it, oh, she did. She definitely she, did. Dude, she finished the workout under eight minutes. Yeah, you could finish thing. this workout. She didn't fucking under eight minutes. I don't even she know did. the workout. I looked at it and I'm like, I'll, I'll never, I'll probably never look at this or understand this workout. I have no interest. Like, as soon as I saw it, I just hated it. I was like, I have no interest in doing a workout like that. Dude, try explaining it at five thirty in the morning to the to the early class. They're looking at you like you're crazy. And okay, go ahead. What are you gonna say? Who me? Yeah, I just no, no. I'm, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not oh, saying okay. nothing. Go, 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 go. Because I was just gonna bring up this comment by uh, Barry McCockiner. I felt bad because I wasn't. I I told myself I wasn't gonna go back and like watch it because I was just gonna be hypercritical. And there was a bunch of stuff that I felt I fucked up on on the show. And one thing that I definitely screwed up on was not bringing up your super chat. I think it was like four ninety nine, and he made a really good point about Danielle's judge when she, I think, like was skipping double under something. She like grabbed her and stopped her from doing the snatch. Yes, right here, and it was a great question. I just, it's there's so many moving parts to that show, and I sorry, hey, sorry, Mr. I saw chat, a picture of Danielle you. Brandon on on Brian's Instagram, and she looked like she had fucking like worked under her face. Please tell me that's not true. Oh, I didn't see that. Probably getting lip filler. I'm almost certain of that. Something didn't, she did not look like herself. Yeah. Danielle, do not do anything to your fucking face or your titties or nothing. Just do CrossFit. Whatever whatever Matt Torres is doing to you is fine too. Like just be chill. Do Do you think that happens when like there's a certain amount of like, followers or maybe you think like hey there's not i don't even of- want i don't even want to say that i i don't know but i don't want to want to say she's doing it because i don't know it, well, but like people you were saying that she got fake titties and we had her on the show and we asked her and she said no and, and like like i don't like part of me is like like i don't like i'm not judging her like for herself like do what you want to do i just think she's fucking perfect and i i just, i don't want i don't want her to end up like fucking kanye's mom 
goes yeah. in for some procedure and fucking dies, you know? <laughs> for sure. But I wonder, and the reason why I was going to bring it up, I wasn't going to go with Daniel Brandon on it. I was just going to actually relate it back to Brooke Entz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once Brooke's she started... Start, I feel like Brooke's starting to maybe look... Well, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Well, as I'll I'll talk about it real quick then. Because as she was, she was like really big. I mean, she won that regional that year. Was it 2014 or something? Had a lot of promise going into the games. And then she started to move towards like the Hollywood end of it, right? She got that movie and started hanging out with more people that were worried about aesthetics and they were about performance. And she just went further and further down that trail. And I wonder if there's a certain like tipping point as like an athlete as you start to like do more and more pub- like publicity things and get more attention from brands and your following gets bigger and bigger. If we start to put more attention on that, then, then actually like building up your, your performance. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to have thousands of people like looking at you because of the way you look, I mean, people say some crazy shit. Someone sent me this shit that Danny Spiegel posted the other day. She got a tier contract and she made a video on tier she sounds like she's fucking a complete fuck lunatic. Really? Was it bad? I didn't, I haven't seen it. She's talking about how I'm more than just, it's this whole thing about how I'm more than just my body, but she doesn't realize that the way the brain works is she's just reinforcing that. Uh, Sousa, don't think about a pink elephant. Sousa, do not think about a pink elephant. Sousa. Damn it. I'm I told you no pink elephant. elephants. It's this changed the narrative thing. It's crazy. It's it's it, I I get it I understand like you're a fucking polywog you're you haven't transformed into a frog yet and you just don't know how to think but you got to have someone around you who would stop you from doing this this is inside stuff like all this she's just reinforcing the narrative about a, a narrative that doesn't need to be reinforced but she thinks she's standing up against it but she don't think about the pink elephant someone even writes in the comments. Uh, uh, hey, someone writes a gr- very thoughtful comment in the comments. Yeah, so all these people who are commenting on her, it's because they're trapped there and they're notoriously trapped in there. Lauren Fisher, Annie Thor's daughter. But and you um, just think that's a manifestation of their own security being own insecurity being yes, projected out. Yes, yes, like basically, like, um, uh. There becomes a point when you're the dude with one leg who doesn't want to be like you realize, like, I don't want to be good because I have one leg. I just want to be I just want to be good. Mm. And she can't get over something about her body and something about the fact that she's a woman. She can't get past it. So she wants to keep reiterating. Let's change the story. But she doesn't realize she all she does is reinforce the story. She is she is the 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 thing holding it back from moving forward because she can't get over it. Yeah, it's weird. It's 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 a um, it's a trip. I mean, I get what I get the the thought of thinking that they're doing something right, but but all they're doing is screaming "pink elephant, pink elephant, pink elephant," and don't drive like this, by the way. Yeah, because oh, when you get into an accident, your whole fucking leg is coming off. I want the camera oh, to pan shit. down and see and see. Oh, yeah, and especially when the airbag goes off, right? Yeah, it oh, didn't yeah. have to be a bad accident. You're right. Just there was about a, that now. there's someone I know who had their passenger had their legs up on the dashboard when they got in an accident, and the airbag <sighs> uh, left them uh, paralyzed for life by by forcing their legs up like that. Yeah, it's no. not cool. Don't drive like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if tears woke. I. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she had some demand to make that video. I think that's just their brand. 
like like, like I'm, she's just I'm, building like her I'm identity a, around yeah. on it and her brand around around it and everything else and also to, i mean majority of people do and that's why that's hard for them to let go of those opinions or uh viewpoints right it would it would be funny to take that exact um voiceover that she does and just put it over a bunch of her instagram posts like the one of just, her ass and, and stuff like see, that yeah and you'll see just this ma- massive like <laughs> i hate to use such a such jargon but such massive cognitive dissonance well scroll through is that from the top where you start like, why yeah, why can't you so what yes. if, like so what if you're just your body Two. like almost like so, do you want to play the beginning of that clip just for shits and giggles she goes i'm more than my body or something well, what if you weren't so what like just As so women, what we're taught since childhood that we have to look a certain way who's taught certain that way. wait look at so stop so so yeah. right right there it's like the whole premise of her thing is since womanhood or since we were little girls yeah how about since we were little boys how about since we were humans it's just it's just there's nothing new there it's the same thing that's been holding us down it's like hey it, it's the same thing over and over and over we're women we can do anything uh not now you can't because you just said that <laughs> it's weird what if she knew too that she was the what what how is she ever going to find out that she's the one holding it back by insisting that it, that's the reality i mean there's no way because it's the brand when does is, she find out the brand's built off of it right like there's certain when does people, she get red pilled there's certain people who who <laughs> needed to perpetuate in order for them to continue to profit off of it. Right. Like all, like the, I own a McDonald's, but I find out that you have to be vegan in order to be healthy. I'm fucked. Yeah. So then you're, you're not going to go that path. Yeah. Uh, cognitive dissonance, the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. But here's the thing, Jeff, this is the important part and not being aware of it. So like I have a state of inconsistent thoughts and beliefs and attitudes but I'm, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, you have, big... to, you have to not be aware of it to for it to to I think to actually have. But but thank you for the definition. Yeah, there's like, a big difference between being aware of your contradiction and understanding it and being open about it. Oh yeah, you want to see something crazy? I fucking blasted John Wooley. Uh oh, that's the what make wads great again guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, wait till you see this fucking douche. This guy's such a douchebag. Oh no, or what? <laughs> This guy is a like world class. Sorry, sorry, John, but you are a world class bitch, and, and I mean that from the fucking bottom of my fucking heart. Uh, <laughs> please allow me to explain. I sent you. I sent you a link, Caleb. What a fuck! You are a douchebag of the highest order, dude. You are a fucking bottom feeder. You know those placostomuses that are in fish tanks that just eat the shit off the fucking bottom. You are that, my friend. And I, and I don't mean that with any negativity. I just mean it just that's what you are. Look, go go up a second. So so someone wrote, Greg Glassman eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. And then this guy, I don't know who this is, this Jim Cross Hero says, I love Chipotle, but sorry, it's not really in alignment with the CrossFit brand. So this fucking asshat writes, I remember, it's it's just all that passive-aggressive fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I remember this one time I went to a party at Greg's house like this, like, like, like you went there all the time. I remember seeing you there with your two fucking friends. 
I, f- I felt sorry for you because you fucking look so out of place, by the way. I think I came over and tried to talk to you because I felt so bad for you guys. You guys standing around in the kitchen with your thumb in your ass. I can't even believe Greg invited you. You you were you were a scumbag then, and he invited you, which at least then that should have humbled you. But you're right. I remember this one time I went to a party at Greg's house, and they were serving hot dogs on white buns and beer. Not a nutter seat uh, in sight. True story. So what? What's your point? Yeah, and there is also another. Point? How about I look under your mattress? How about I ask your wife how you like to get about how you liking getting pegged? Look at the replies. Look at the replies. This is um, true story. <laughs> keep, 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 keep going. Keep going. I'm going to go to Greg's house tonight and have a fucking hot dog. Uh, um, keep going. Uh, keep going. Keep going. I want to read what I wrote to him to you guys. Keep going. Keep going. Not that one. I'll I'll come back to that one. No, it's not on this post. Go. Oh, it didn't there it get is, the gym. That other one? This one? No, was it, no, no. There was another one. Oh, did this someone one? erase it? Oh, maybe someone erased it. Interesting. I don't understand. Oh, the- I told him. I said, "Hey, dude, you're a fucking world class douchebag. You're the kind of guy that someone sitting there smoking a cigarette with cancer tells you, uh, hey, if you smoke, uh, you'll die of cancer.'" And, uh, and you're the one who calls that person a hypocrite. You know what I see when I see that person? I see that person with someone with experience. But you're too fucking blind. You're too busy trying to win to fucking learn anything. I want to tell you about Panda Express too. I want to tell you about the thing here with Greg. Because many of you simpletons are too fucking idiotic to fucking understand it. Panda Express was a, was a – they had – in 2008, they had a fucking CrossFit gym at their world headquarters. Their CEO was a fucking CrossFitter through and through, and Dave made fun of the fucking sponsor when they were there. It was 2008. It was in his mom's backyard that he gave – that they were a fucking sponsor, and he gave away, and he's like, who won the mall food? Because the thing, unlike you, John, is Greg's mouth can't be bought. And your mouth has been bought by fucking any fucking person who fucking come on your podcast. (laughs) You fucking work at a fucking disgusting organization for your day job that takes advantage of fucking people. Don't you work at fucking Bank of America, dude? Aren't they at the fucking root of systemic racism by fucking how they manipulate fucking people to borrow fucking money and keep them enslaved to them? Why don't you look at your own shit, dude? Uh, commercial banks are the fuck He is work. such a passive-aggressive pussy. Just erase everything you have on the internet, dude. You're, you're a scumbag. I mean that. That wooly guy is a fucking pile of shit. I'm going to go to Greg's house today, and I'm going to drink a Diet Coke and three hot dogs in your name. <laughs> in your name? <laughs> I mean, you're such a fucking joke, dude. You 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 are a shit starter for fucking all the fucking wrong reasons. You're not even fun. You just do that shit to try to fucking get on your high horse. I was at Greg's house. True story. You're a cunt, dude. He reminds me of like you a- are. You are the worst kind of friend, dude. You are. The, you're the worst kind of person. You really are. You're a weasel. You're a fucking rat, dude. He reminds me of what uh, Zach was saying in that clip that uh, Trish made from from 
from Miller's uh, live with him where he goes, yeah, just like you don't feel like you're ever getting anything good from, from media with inside CrossFit outside of what he was talking about us here. Like he found his people. Cause he's yeah. like, it doesn't matter what happens. All of them like, Oh, it's all sunshine and rainbows. And I had said that before. I was like, that's, you know, the whole cahoots thing when I was like, it's like they're in cahoots because it's like, why, what you're just bowing down and like protecting it all the time. And I don't really understand the, like why the incentive of that, like, why would you go in there and just say that about Greg's house to be like, what, what I don't understand how that has a logical argument to us saying, Hey, the games is fucking being bought and sold. And now that's leaked into CrossFit, the brand, and it's leaking into the training. Like how, like, and you're going to come in and save the day by that comment. How does that even make sense? Yeah. And, and you're trying to disparage fucking great ass. You're trying to disparage fucking Greg ba- based on what he has, what you saw at his house versus the message he's sharing with the fucking world, the way he protected the brand. Yeah. There's a big difference. And you're, and you're being, you're, you, you, you just reek of tattletale. You're just a fucking tattletale little bitch. Yeah. I just don't really know what. And hey, what and hey, do you think that. you think Greg was? Greg, you you never see Greg eating a fucking hot dog in the fucking closet. I guarantee you, you eat hot dogs in the closet, dude. Literally and metaphorically. Well, I was at you're Greg's a fucking, the other uh, You should be. You're you're an embarrassment, dude, to the community. Go somewhere else. You are a fucking embarrassment. You're rotten to the core. Somebody just sent this to us. Thank you for allowing me to uh, present my. Okay, okay. Oh, let's see, let's see. What is it? Uh, the, but I've never seen this before. Bear with me. Okay, here we go. I can't hear anything. I don't, I don't think you're supposed to. You can't hear anything. No. Oh, there's a. There's supposed to be a volume to it. Maybe you have to like you have to share with a different choice or something. I've been doing this for a while. I think I know. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. A closeted hot dogger. <laughs> Sevon, simmer down. I was when I was at Greg's. I had nothing but well, nicely cooked up meat and a little bit of the salad. It was fucking delicious. In cod, some codfish. <clears throat> My goodness, I just it's a, it, it's a joke, right? What he wrote. It's just like passive aggressive. Look at me. I'm fucking cool. I was at Greg's house once, and they ate hot dog. Blah blah blah, and beer. Yeah, I mean everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I just don't know what what the purpose of that was. It's like he's it's trying like, to say he's trying he's 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 alluding to the fact that hey, CrossFit can do Chip. It's not like two wrongs make a right or or hey, uh, CrossFit's doing Chipotle now and it may not align. But I was at Greg's house once and there were hot dogs and beer. Yeah, it's like you're trying to draw a connection that's not even fucking there. Right. I know what you're doing. It's just character disparagement. It's the total fucking woke fucking his and you know what his probably his therapist probably told him to post that too well will that make you feel better if you post that mr Lily? <laughs> i was excited when i saw it by the way his post yeah because i was like oh content oh i was really i told myself not to use it on this show because these shows don't get a lot of views and i wanted to really use it on one of the live con shows but i'll save it i won't erase it maybe i can bring it up again <laughs> And please respond on your fucking shell of a podcast um, uh, that you have to fucking beg Danny Spiegel to come on with you. It just please, anytime people jump on respond. there and fucking 
like just and I'm not attacking John in this one, just in general. Like I always refer to him as like Captain Savaho. Like if we have an opinion about Crossman, like, come on, guys, what do you you know, that's not right. I'm gonna repost and go against this. It just reminds me of all the same, like we're the fucking accountability for him. We have to do that. As media, we need to push that. We need to keep them on their toes. We need to keep them accountable. If not, you're you're fucking CNN. All you're doing is whatever CrossFit lays out, they slap your, their dick across your face and you go, oh, that wasn't a dick. That was a sunshine and rainbow. The community's fucking great. And it's like, why don't you just call it for what it is or just keep your fucking mouth shut? You're not really providing any value to it. And what we're doing is, yeah, we're being critical, but also at the same time, we're holding them to a certain level of accountability. I want them to fucking think, wait, before we have this sponsor, how is the media going to react to this? What are the affiliates going to do? What are the voices in the space? How are they going to react? Because if we don't have that, then it's just a complete free for all. And we're all just there suckling the tit of them. So that way we hope we get backstage and look cool in front of everything and get to announce on the shows. It's not, it's not worth it. We need to continue to keep them on their toes. We need accountability. Amen. Sousa has spoken. Hallelujah. Uh, Sevon, you should do a series with affiliate owners who have reaffiliated like Jason Kalipa. I have more questions. Hey, you were great yesterday. Thanks for, thanks for, uh, thanks for, um, sticking your net out, neck out. Yeah. yeah, that That was great. Yeah. Well, Sousa's friends with Mr. Wooly. He's met him face to face. So Sousa's a little more diplomatic. To me, I, he's just a fucking character on the fucking internet. And I just hate that fucking cowardice shit. Like, he, and that's wait, why I who, said it wasn't interesting because it is. Trish is like, Trish woke up. Who are we shutting on? Yeah. <laughs> no one, Trish. No one. No one. I, no I one. fucking choked on a fucking glass of Metamucil. Fuck, I went unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, tomorrow, do we have a live call-in show tomorrow? I can't wait. No, I think it's in Sunday. Yeah, it's on. It's on. Sunday. Who's tomorrow? Um, Sam Briggs. No. Oh, uh, Harry. Oh, oh, CrossFit hard. NYC. Hottie Singh. Yes. Hottie Singh. Allison, you know him. Harry Singh tomorrow. All right. Uh, I think that might be the oldest affiliate on planet Earth. The longest affiliate right now. It's definitely got to be up there. That's cool. And and it's a name that no one else will ever get. CrossFit New York City. If he ever gives that up, no one will ever get that again. Um, I vote for more live call shows. I know, me too. That guy is a douche. That guy is a douche. He's a he's a <laughs> uh, he's a world class douche. That guy. Yeah, screw that guy. Uh, okay, I'll screw him. <laughs> okay, guys, I will uh, see you uh, tomorrow, or maybe tonight. I really want to do a live call show. Mm. Bye-bye.